This is the old 77 Podcast. Hey, bitches. Thank you for listening to the old 77 Podcast. Hey, what's up? So, Omnicron, how's things going over Whoa, there? Oh, dude, I'm so tired from moving so fast through people. One by one, I capture their immune system and I make them cough and spit and make them feel like shit. Well, you're going to be able to make it or you're going to overdo it? Oh, I don't know. I'm dying so slowly here. But these dumbasks who keep wearing their masks. Dumbasks. So <laughs> Omnicron. Omnicron, everybody. Um, Thank you very much, everybody. Yeah. Tip your waitress. Tip your waitress. Hey. I'm going to fuck the female Omnicron. I'll make another variant called... Uh, <laughs> That's what they should name the next one, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, who are you? Turn it up, let it blast. Hey, bitches, this is Old 77 Podcast. It's a safe place. In an unsafe world. Impressive. Warning, foul language may occur due to the subject matter. Who the fuck is this asshole? Join our Patreon Clubhouse today. Clubhouse members get early access to episodes and exclusive after-hours content at patreon.com slash the old 77 podcast. That's a huge bit. Thanks for listening. Can you feel the tension? I can. I can feel it down in my plums. You get a nice bluish hue. <laughs> From the old 77 studios, this is the old 77. It's a safe place. <laughs> In an unsafe oh, oh world. I rolled out. Yeah, that ain't never going to get old. I'm sorry. <clears throat> Gentlemen, JT, welcome back to the show, brother. Oh, thanks as always for having me, guys. I mean, um, I really look forward to catching up with you. It's um, it's uh, it's an honor, but at the same time, it's one of the highlights of my uh, of my very reclusive life is uh, getting to catch up with my friends. So, Heck yeah. thanks for having me. Right of course, on, man. man. We're always excited to have you on. Man. It yeah. feels like we've done this before, and it does. It feels like we have done this. We've practiced it once or twice. We we did practice. We we talked all about Tonga, Tongo. See, the people at home don't Tonga know <laughs> that there's a dress rehearsal yeah. prior to the actual recording of the show. Yeah. yeah. Also, yeah. there are some people that don't know that JT lives in Auckland, New Zealand. That's dude's, right. Dude's literally in the future. You're what? Uh, 13 hours? Yeah, it's two two thirty p.m. on uh, Friday wow. the twenty eighth here. Wow. Yeah, and it's seven thirty here. Seven thirty two. And here we are doing a podcast. Here we are all doing a podcast. I spoke to JT earlier today via messenger, I think, and uh, I was really just kind of getting my day started. And he said, "All right, Dave, I'm off to bed. Yep. I'll talk to you later." Dude, there's times I will go to bed <laughs> talking to JT, and I wake up the next morning. Still talking to JT. Yeah. I, when do you ever sleep, man? <laughs> Not much, I, I don't think. <laughs> Three hours a night. Uh, uh, late, lately, I've been sleeping a bit more, but uh, yeah, I because of the time off from the the nine to five. Oh yeah. Uh, I kind of reverted back to my Dracula face. I've yeah. always been a night owl. <laughs> um, and for those of, and for those of you that are night owls, uh, they've proven they've done study after study that night owls are like twenty to thirty percent more intelligent than the average 
uh, population. So, hey, Scotty. It's what I hear, man. Uh, up to you. I, I don't but, believe it. Yeah. <laughs> don't forget don't, about me, boys. Don't, don't believe it. <laughs> I'm a night owl. I, mean, I didn't see you raise your hand. I'm smart. What? <laughs> look, look, I, 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 I Matt, Matt, I love you, and I'll be nice to you, but what do we expect from a city that threw batteries at J.D. Drew in the outfield and he had to wear a batting helmet while he was in the outfield? <laughs> Dude, we still talk about tossing batteries. batteries. A friend of ours tossed literal batteries at his wedding. Yes, my uh, our friend Goody, he actually tossed a battery at my wife and I after the ceremony was over. At yeah. the wedding, sweet gesture. So, we had people oh, from Philly ready to rage, Dude, we, man. We always, we always have a good laugh. I always say that when Sloan holds a, when Sloan, my daughter holds a battery, she like feels naturally like right. it comes natural to her. Yeah. She's like, why does, this, why does this feel so good, Daddy? Right, right. Well, it's because it's in your blood. It's girl. in your blood, darling. Yeah. Come from a long line of battery so, throwers. Now, so is, this is, man. Is, as bad as, as some fans in Philly can be, I think the worst I ever saw was when I lived in San Diego, I wasn't a Chargers fan, but the game was all the time. And it was at end of the year, and it's back when they had, like, Tomlinson and mm, – um, LT. I can't remember the quarterback, but, you know, they – Was it Drew Brees? Yeah, yeah, they had, they, they had LT and they had Seau and that. Oh, it was – No, it was before Brees. Um Mm, I can't think of who that Humphreys, was. maybe. Maybe it yeah, was. Yeah, I think, I think maybe it was. It was, it was yeah. Stan Humphreys. Yeah. Well, they they were playing the last game of the season in New York, and the fans like it had been snowing, so the fans are throwing snowballs at the <laughs> like the officials and the players, and basically they said if the fans keep it up, they're gonna like forfeit the game. So the, the Chargers uh, assistant manager, who's like seventy some. And he was a New York native. He goes out and he's begging the fans to stop. And somebody throws an ice ball at him and, <laughs> and knocked him out. And they had to drag him off the field. And it's like a 75-year-old man, right? <laughs> I was like, Jeez. okay. Oh my God. And people were asking me, yeah, yeah. And this is this is probably 25 years ago, man. Oh like, God. so. <laughs> that, when God, you mentioned a 75-year-old man, I'm reminded uh, yeah. of the time Pedro Martinez threw uh, Zimmer. That his name, mm-hmm. the dude from the Yankees. Oh yeah, yeah, Don. Zimmer. Yeah, Don yeah. Zimmer. Don yeah. Zimmer. Yeah. When Pedro grabbed him by his bald head and threw him down on the ground, man. You remember well, that? Zimmer, I, I don't. Zimmer came at him though. He like tried to like. He did come at you him. Know, fist up with him. He did come at him, and Pedro, Pedro, like the uh, accomplished martial artist that he is, used uh, Don Zimmer's <laughs> right. own weight against him and grabbed him by the dome and i mean is pedro down. supposed to let an old man try to beat him up on like national hey man, television just, yeah. just because he's old doesn't mean he doesn't need an ass whipping well <laughs> exactly got one. you know someone hey. is sick of his hey, shit number, number, one. <laughs> N- number one he's a cub right so i can never forgive the fact that don zimmer had anything to do with the cubs but second i reckon that guy was probably like a baller gangster in the 40s oh, he's yeah. probably having like razor fights in school and that so so yeah uh Again, I know he's older than Pedro, but I'm just saying he could probably handle his own. You know, Used him and Red Shandings were probably like dueling with ice picks out in the <laughs> out in the parking lot. You know, in the streets of Chicago. Absolutely, <laughs> in the streets of Chicago. <laughs> now that just makes me want Come here, say, dueling in the streets. <laughs> I say you have your Chicago uh, T-shirt, bitch. <laughs> so hey, we should mention for our listeners that maybe haven't 
<laughs> watched an episode with JT on it yet. Our friend JT yeah. has a great podcast. Mm-hmm. Yes. Called The Paranormal Sun. Yeah. Anybody who listens to our show knows that you have The Paranormal Sun. That's right. That's right, man. <laughs> we love it. How's that going? What can yeah, we expect? Uh, a, a while back, it was uh, it was around October, November, because, again, being only me, like, you know, Tower Studios and Army of One, uh, <laughs> but I was kind of trolling through my stats, and out of all cities in the U.S., like, um, it, it, it's a bit weird with the way the stats show, because, like, for example, it won't say New York City. It will say Brooklyn. It kind of breaks it down to a suburb. Yeah. But Jeff City was like third or fourth nationwide in the U.S. Yeah. And that's hmm. and that's pretty impressive. That's cool. Uh, that's I, awesome. I, I don't know where you're sitting now, but um, yeah, just to break that, yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty damn good, man. Hopefully, we just bumped you up a couple more spots. Yeah, man. We'll see. So when we do the same thing and we look at our stats, we can break it down by country, I, and. New Zealand is always the top country that's listening to us. Mm-hmm. Share the love, right? Share the love. Wow. Man. Yeah. Wow. Look, yeah. I'm I'm glad because because I'm listening, but I'm not listening that much, guys. I'm not <laughs> right. like you know, right. firing up every device in the house to uh, to up your playthrough. So you know, just but. looping us all day long. Well, right? Yeah, you're listening to us more than than anyone else in any other country than me. <laughs> We appreciate it, man. Absolutely. Wow. So that's that's it. That hey, I'm glad. So how many countries are uh, are the paranormal sun heard in now? Eighty eighty six, wow. I believe, as of the other day. Eighty six. That's awesome. That's that's impressive, man. You're blowing us away on that one. I think we just hit like uh, uh, fifty. I think fifty. Yeah. So not bad. No, no, we're not doing bad at all. Uh, uh. Can you go? No, definitely not, man. Look, when, when I started out, I, I just was kind of like, it'd be cool to get listens in some of the countries where I've covered stuff from. So it's right. so like, okay, I do an episode about France, uh, like a, let's say a French UFO. Yeah. Oh, cool. I've got a listen from France. But but when I started getting listens from like Vietnam uh-huh. and yes. Nepal and yeah, it's like, what the? Hey, hey, thank you, but wow, like, we've I got, never expected that kind of, We've got you know, quite listenership. a few as of late in Cambodia. Cambodia? Yeah, wow. I thought that was strange. These guys are fucking awesome. Yeah, it's like, well, what, what is that all about? I, I, I love I'll it. Take it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I get the VPN thing, but, but like you say, I mean, the odds of somebody routing stuff through, like, Cambodia is pretty low. Right. It's usually... The, the larger countries yeah, yeah. russia mm-hmm. china switzerland is a big one but um but yeah man um there are a lot but, but it's it, it it's one of those things where you don't see when you're in the u.s but when you've been out of the borders there's a lot of people around the world you'd be surprised how many times i'll catch up with a podcaster and they're based in vietnam or oh yeah or china mm-hmm. or yeah it uh, we 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 are a worldwide plague, us Americans. You know, we get around. Absolutely, we do. Says the American who's gotten around. True. <laughs> halfway away. Well, he's half I've, a world I've been away. A few places. 
we were we were talking here a while back, uh, and I was telling the story of when we reconnected, and I I think we like our washing machine had died, and I was like, man, I'm looking for a washing machine. I really need a washer. This guy, he's like, hey, I got a washing machine that's on the back porch. You can have it. It's all yours. I'm like, oh, dude, thanks. Thinking he still lives in Illinois, right? Mm. I'll just drive up <laughs> wherever and get it. And he's like, no, nah, you got to ship it from New Zealand. Yeah. It was a nice offer, though. <laughs> it was, I mean, it was still a hell a nice of an offer. offer. Yeah. yeah. Still I mean, holding you to that thing, too, by the way. Shipping on that has to be a bitch, I've, right? I've still got it, Scotty. <laughs> it, it's on the... It's on the other side of the wall where I'm sitting at the computer, so well, still here yes. for you. He's I haven't right. given it away. Good news, he's saving he's it for saving you. He's saving it for me. Yeah, so you're yeah. telling me there's a chance. JT, yes. what, what are you working on right now <laughs> yeah. for Paranormal yes. Sun? Yes, Dave, I'm saving it. I'm definitely not a hoarder. I'm saving it for Scott. I'm trying to help you out, man. I'm trying to help you out. Hey, man, whatever you got to tell yourself. <laughs> yeah. Tell us what you're working on, man, for the show. You in the middle of anything right now? Yeah, it honestly, I mean, last month has been rough between. So, I mean, you know, you know my show, and and I share pretty much everything. And so, my my, for lack of a better term, wife, we're not legally married, but we've been together for nearly twenty years. Yeah, you're married. Um, she woke up. Yeah, that's that. That's it. Um, she she woke up uh, in the afternoon and came out and said like her her leg was sore mm -hmm. and asked me if i'd uh if i'd just rub it so i did and like those fainting goats like she just literally just like went out and fell over sideways instead of dropping down and fell through the sliding glass window oh man and and when she kind of came to you know i'm i'm freaking out it's mm -hmm. like when she came to i go you know honey or dear whatever i was like the the window and she pulls her arm back and she goes Oh, sorry. And when she pulled her arm back, her arm just looked like a spiral cut ham. Like she had this massive oh. cut. Mm. And um, uh, yeah. And 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 I'm a I'm a trained first aider. Um, and I'd encourage anyone out there to to get your first aid. But when your loved one, yeah. it's just completely different when you see someone you love. Yeah. But within a few like ten seconds, um, the training kicked in, and I said. I looked at it. I said, okay, I'm not going to bandage this up. And I just picked up the phone and called the ambulance. Yeah. What and can you do? it was actually kind of a good thing it happened because they found an underlying heart condition. Oh, wow. Where it looks like medication is going to solve. Yeah. It's a uh, heart arrhythmia. So, you know, like where her heart was racing and mm -hmm. dropping and racing and dropping. Mm -hmm. And this is why she's always tired. Like she would sleep um, an eight hours, wake up and feel worn out. Uh, and always like felt hot when it wasn't really hot out and on and on and on and the doctors for the last two years have just been like oh um you need to lose weight or you you're getting your uh you you're getting your um menopause when she was only like you know late 30s so thank hmm. thankfully they caught it um went in and spent a week in hospital and now she's home and the arms healed up but That's yeah good. that just kind of Going through that, it just threw everything out the window, unfortunately. Yeah, man. You showed me you showed you sent me a picture but, of that window and Yeah, that, I saw that. Yeah, that window has uh has seen better days, Oof. but 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 that's replaceable, right? People aren't. On the nosy. I I don't know if you can I don't know if you can see it right now on your chat, Scotty, but on my phone I'll send you through those those uh gruesome photos. Because Matt probably hasn't seen them. 
Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, cut meat, I cut meat for years. Mm -hmm. um, oh, I've yeah. sliced myself up pretty good, but but when you see someone you love like that, it's like, oh, okay, mm. uh, yep. Right. Time to get the, the experts in here. Sure, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, mm. that would scare the shit out of me. We have a big sliding glass door at my house, and my kids are always goofing around by there, and I'm always freaking out thinking that one of them's going to go flying through it. No, so, I don't see him yet, JT. I'm just really glad she's doing well now. Yeah, man. I'm, uh, it's That's great. She she is. She's she's back to work. And as far as the show, Dave, um, I do have things in the work. Works. I've been editing that episode that you did with me and Timmy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, and and Dave, um, not to call you out on the air, but I found the source of the echo. And um, it was you because when <laughs> Timmy would talk and I would talk, there'd be an echo. But when you would talk, no there's echo. no echo. Yeah. So how? Yeah. I wonder how yeah. though, because I was wearing so headphones. It's just so you know for future. Yeah. But shouldn't it not echo uh, if I uh, have headphones? Uh, on? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we have those issues. I quite thought a bit. that was it how shouldn't. It worked, You're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, it shouldn't. I don't know. It was still a good time though. That's all that matters. Yeah. Of course. <clears throat> and and yeah. that's it. And I'll clean it up as best as I can. And I've got some other interviews I'm working on, and and then of course I've got to do the the long-awaited uh, Betty and Barney Hill number three. Oh yeah! Oh uh, right on! That'll be a so, good yeah, one. I've, I've been listening yeah. to that to those episodes. Yeah, that'll be a good one. The man. most famous of all UFO. Oh, pretty close. Cases, yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah. It was the first big one back in the '60s, right? That happened. Yeah, early '60s, early I think. Yeah, six sixty-one, I believe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. That's wild. Just just had it. their um, just had their 60th anniversary of of the case actually, Matt. Mm. Yeah. And that's I, I mean you guys know the paranormal son as as well as anyone, and I try and cover those kind of more obscure cases, but but that's been my theory the last few seasons. Is I kick off a new season, it's like okay, for your season premiere, then we're gonna cover a big case. So that's why I did Lonnie Zamora. And I'm doing Betty and Barney. It's just that I didn't expect um, this to be taking the time it has. <laughs> yeah. And here it is, too, up on the screen. Here's that uh, that that cut he said that looked like spiral oh, cut. Yeah, look at that. Man. That's after it healed a little bit. That's yeah. Rough. She's she's so lucky where she cut it on the back of her arm and missed the arteries yeah. and the veins. Oh, and when, when I saw it and how deep it was, guys, Jesus. I was really worried she might have cut like oh a tendon. Yeah. And, you know, she might have the. And didn't? But but she was so fortunate. Wow. Jesus. No, didn't. And she was so fortunate that it happened at home and I yeah. was right there. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, if she would have blacked out driving, obviously. Oh, my Jesus, God. That been it. Oh. Right? You don't even want to think about that. Oh, my God. That's horrible. No. You know, it sounds like something. I mean, clearly that's bad. She got cut, right? Had to get stitches. But. That, that that potentially saved her life, man. Sounds like yeah. it. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's a blessing in disguise right there. Absolutely, man. Yeah. Well, when she was in the hospital, the the first day she had a room. So the first day, obviously, she went through, like, the emergency room. But when she had the room, I turned up, and she was asleep. And they had, like, because she was in, like, high, uh, I can't, I think, call it, like, cardiac care here. She had the big monitor above her bed, you know, like one of our big screen monitors. And she was sleeping, right? I walked in the room. She's asleep. I wasn't going to wake her up. And I was watching her heartbeat, and it would kind of go along at kind of 50 to 60 beats. And then all of a sudden, like 160, 180 for like 5 to 10 seconds and then drop back down. So what I'm saying is 
That's weird. It's, it, it, she's been dealing with this for ages, and obviously you ain't faking shit like that. No. So when, when I saw that, I just felt so bad because she's complained about things, but like all of us, we start to get older and things don't necessarily work like they used to, and you just kind of go, well, it's part of aging. But uh, afterwards, like as you often do, I blame myself, and I was like, I should have – should have basically got the doctor by the neck and strangled him to make him um, let her see a specialist. But like I say, it, it's, it looks like at this point, we don't know 100%, but it's like 95% sure it'll be medication only. She won't need like a pacemaker, but they said that's like last resort is that she'd have to have like a pacemaker type device. Hmm. That's well, awesome, man. That though they found it now though, you know, and I that agree. you can, yeah, yeah fully and agree. That, and that you can do it with medication. Yeah, hell yeah. So I was going to say... And as we all know, I mean... Oh, so, sorry. Uh, but I was just going to say, as we all know, things like this happen. Mm -hmm. And we tend to kind of review things and put things in perspective. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's why I just came out. I did a couple of short uh, commercials. Because there's lots of people that just listen to the show and they don't follow on social media. So I just said, hey, look, guys, um, this is my priority. And I'll be back as soon as I can. But, right. you know, I'd, I'd be a pretty sad human if I, oh, no, I've got an episode to do. No, so you just I... fend for yourself, you know. I know what you mean. My wife's fending for herself right now. Uh, my wife and kids are, too. <laughs> Absolutely. They're not hurt, though. So I totally get where you're coming from. Uh, speak for your family, Scott. Yes. Uh, I, I will only speak for my family. Dave's family is at home hurting right now. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Uh, your wife's probably got them holding on to stuff, and she's lifting them. She's yelling using them as dumbbells them. right yeah, now. Hell sure. Yeah, hell <laughs> yeah. Does she ever do that? You ever yell at the kids while you're dumbbelling them? Um, <laughs> just like lift it. Four oh, more man. sets of five, damn it. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> hell of a time, boys. Hell of a time, oh. boys. So we're going to take a break. We're going to reconnect with JT because we're starting to break up just a little bit. All right. A big thanks to all of our Patreon patrons. This guy right here. Including this guy. Including this guy. JT and the Paranormal Sun. Absolutely. The reason why yeah. we've got all this nice equipment. That's right. Yeah, check them out. Anywhere you get your podcasts. Yep. Anywhere you get your podcasts. Yeah. Uh, to our boy, Sir Biscuit Strength, who will be on next week. That's right. Biscuit was going to be on this week. JT was going to be on next week. But we had a, a last-minute sickness, so everybody decided to flip. Good to go. You can't be on this show these days unless you've been sick. So but Taylor feel, decided you know, he was going to get sick I this week. I feel that's, that's right. Taylor is going to lift 100 pounds with his nutsack <laughs> next week. Absolutely. We're going to have tearage. I hope there's going to be a triage outside. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> also, <laughs> also, thanks to the Jeff City Paranormal Society. Love those guys. Love those guys. Yes. And Will, uh, and Will, uh, he's always answering everything we say. Everything. It seems like on YouTube. Love we that said, guy. We said something just the other day about tours. Will answered us on YouTube. I love it. Scott, did you see the video of uh, Matt's cat falling off the table and then Matt <laughs> and falling then, oh, out of his chair? Oh, my God. I that laughed was so hard at that. Yeah. Big thank you, Jacqueline, for putting that Big up. Big thank no you doubt. to Jacqueline oh, for putting that yes. one up. We love it. Oh. So, guys, we'll, uh, we'll take a break. Yeah, we'll yeah. be back. <laughs> we'll be right back. On the flip. <laughs> On the old 77. God, I hope we get a return uh appearance from omicron this week yes i'm here 
Just waiting. Hey guys, it's Matt. And, uh, you know, we always talk about Last Flight Brewing Company. And we're, we, we never exaggerate on how good it is there. They have this wonderful indoor space where you can fit a bunch of your friends or your family. You can take your dog in there. Also, kids are welcomed. We can all drink as equals. It's a great spot. If you want to sit outside, there's tons of space. It's a great spot for a sunny afternoon with friends, families, even colleagues. You can do it all out there. Games, cornhole, whatever your vice is. They also have a carefully crafted beer menu, which changes all the time. Each beer they put out is delicious. Also, Last Flight won first place at the Missouri Beer Festival. They've come a long way in a short time, so check them out. You can find them on Facebook and online at lastflightbrewing.com. If you're local, check out Last Flight Brewing Company today. Go enjoy some sunshine. Get off your couch. Go. Go right now. Fill up your growler. Now, here we go again, making me hungry. Now, you just... <laughs> now, here we go again. So, when you get that, man, mm -hmm. so so you get your happy pizza, and you have to make sure that you get the the shake to go with it that's made with bath salts, you know? And then it kind of balances things out. Yeah, you got to throw a little bath salt in there just to, you know, keep things. <laughs> Eat your happy pizza. Hey, welcome back uh, to the old 77. It's, it's a safe place. In an unsafe world. We were just talking off mic about uh, a guy JT knew from Cambodia, and he used to go to this uh, pizza place in Cambodia. It's called Happy Pizza. No, no, no. He used to buy pizza used to buy in Cambodia. Pizza. Sorry, that's what I meant. And they made it with <laughs> marijuanas. Right. Marijuanas. So I'm actually on the website right now. Are you? Let's let's move on over to your computer then. There you go. Look Cambodian. at that. The Mad Happy Monkey. Pizza. Wow. Look at that. Uh, I I bet the Uber charge would be pretty expensive to Jeff City, though, man. Nah, man, not at all. It it's... looks cheaper than a plane ticket. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know what's crazy? You know what's really crazy? Because I've been here so long, in my mind, like it, which is a very dangerous place, guys, yes, but it, in my mind, you still... Remember when we were growing up, Scotty, and, you know, like my old man always used to say, oh, I remember you used to get two Cokes for a nickel. Oh, God, yes. And uh, you know, you'd go to the vending machine and you'd get change for a nickel and you'd get like a fucking three-gallon Coca-Cola. Right. So uh, still in my mind, like I've got a lot of prices in the U.S. <clears throat> in my mind as like the prices. Left. But uh, I was watching like a video the other day on YouTube, just one of those kind of clickbait things caught my eye. And I started looking at like the kind of cost for stuff now. And when you take into account the exchange rate, a lot of stuff in the U.S., man, is getting pretty damn close to what it costs here. It is. So um, I think like he was saying, like, yeah. And, and honestly, Matt, like because when I first came here, it was so much cheaper in the U.S. Uh, than it was here. And it's like we're we're dying right now. Like you guys think your gas price is high. So you're paying how, how much is a gallon of gas right now it's about, like, about three bucks three yeah. bucks yeah. three bucks a gallon oh okay a gallon yeah, yeah. that's what i was gonna say you're paying by the liter so if i remember right we're nearing we're nearing three dollars a liter yeah. which is about ten and a half dollars a gallon which is about Jesus. in u.s dollars that'll be kind of seven bucks a gallon yep so yeah um, that's ridiculous it it's causing a lot of pain here. 
Yeah, there's it, the... well, they're, they're saying because our inflation is mirroring yours. It's just going nuts here. Is oh, there's happy, the uh, happy. The, yeah, there's the crazy happy pizza right there, boys. Yummy! Look at that. It's got all the oils, essential oils and shit on it. Dude, that really does look yummy. Yeah, that, it says right here that Traveler Hotspots <laughs> all across Cambodia are dotted with the Happy Pizza Restaurant. Happy Pizza Restaurant. Where you can get a stone-baked slice with a little extra seasoning. Stoned-baked slice. We're not talking about rosemary, uh, motherfucker. No. Somebody's got a talky-talky <laughs> vocabulary. We're talking weed, ganja, chronic, high-grade, pot, herb, reefer, Mary Jane, dope. The crust on that thing looks right. Fantastic. All the nicknames for the herb Damn. that makes that pizza special. <laughs> Maddie's whipping out all the nicknames. At Happy Pizza? Happy Pizza! You have fun time! <laughs> no bathroom. You eat Maddie, you forgot, you, you, you forgot to say the devil's lettuce. <laughs> yeah. Devil's lettuce, electric you'll, lettuce. Hey, you'll be stuffed and constipated and still hungry afterwards. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love it. <laughs> Get the Metamucil out, baby. Well, we went to Happy Pizza. <laughs> hey, did you guys see? Well, that's what we were. We Did you guys see in Go China? Ahead. Sorry. Did you guys see that in China they have redone the ending of the Fight Club movie? Yeah, China's going through a, a D. What is it? A remasculinity of dudes. They're okay. trying to reimagine what masculinity <laughs> is. Because they basically yeah. are saying yeah. their guys are too feminine. Yeah, man. Well, they're not well, wrong. You can't invade if your boys are too that, feminine. Okay, so let me share this with you. In a seemingly edited version of the movie on the you Chinese think? streaming platform, yada, yada, the scene of the... Well, wait, what was the platform name again? Yeah, yada, yada, yada. Okay. Do you guys remember when all the buildings are crashing at the end of the movie, right? Yes. All the buildings falling. So the scene of the buildings falling apart is replaced by a black screen with white English writing that reads... The police rapidly figured out the whole plan and arrested all criminals, successfully preventing the bomb from exploding. <laughs> That's because they had happy pizza. That's right. how it ends in China now. Uh, Isn't that crazy? You know, you, you never know. Maybe it's a better ending than what we deserve. No, nah, man, it's just them, you know, hey, don't. doing what they do. <laughs> Don't don't worry. I'm sure they'll be rewriting the Matrix and Terminator and oh, that's you know right. to basically say that uh, yeah. Have don't, you, have you not it heard only yet? happened everywhere else in the world, but not in our country. Have you not heard yet? We got a new Matrix movie out. Mm hmm. Yep. It's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. I've, I've, is this it right I've, here? I've heard it's pretty gruesome. Oh, it's fucking awful. Is this the uh, is this the alternate we ending to oh, Chinese oh, Fight Club? What we got here? Chinese Fight Club. Hello, Chinese Fight Club. I want you to really listen. Scott's an asshole. I wonder if this is hello, City Walk. The ending. <laughs> My eyes are open. Don't do it, Oh. Oh. God, that just hurts. Who's your bitch? Uh, me? It's pretty What's graphic. It's blood. Film oh, still holds right. up to Film's this day. still holding. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> JT can see that too now, that's right? That's fucking yep. all. Yeah, he's, yeah that's Jesus fucking all, man. Yeah. Stupid American shot himself in the face, but I mean, cops fun. prevailed. 
that movie's only like 20 years old. Like, how, choy for everyone. Why did it take him so long to ruin the ending? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, we technically but, ruined um, the ending. You know, it's it, it, it's just the and again, I don't want to plunge us into the whole world of kind of current culture and the wokeness and the PCness, but right. it's kind of like when everybody like lashed out of, about the Great Wall. So you remember that movie with Matt Damon? Oh, and I do remember. They're like, that. oh, they've got European. Why have they got these white guys in this movie? And then yes. it's like made by a Chinese company, sponsored by the Chinese government. So if you would think anyone would have a problem with it, it would right. be the Chinese. It's like, come on, guys, just dial it back a bit. You ever heard of selling yeah. a ticket? <laughs> I'm going to put Matt Damon in something. Oh. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. <laughs> I love Matt Damon. I'm yep, Matt I'm Damon. a member of FAG. <laughs> you ruined Pearl Harbor, Matt Damon. <laughs> uh, 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 don't oh. want to close Now give me that gun. Now give me that gun for a scene to act out. I don't yeah, want to no fall right? asleep because I miss you, Matt Damon. Oh. Matt Damon, I love you. <laughs> Has, has Omicron met Matt Damon? Hey, Omicron has got the hops. Here's the hops for Matt Damon. I'm going in. I'm going to. O- Omicron's getting deep inside on. just about everyone now, so I, right, I wouldn't JT. be surprised if it's met Matt Damon. Matt yeah. Damon. It's met me, man. It's met me too, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, JT, off the mic, we were Matt talking. We we're also talking about the uh, volcanic field that is um, basically underneath of most of metro area in Auckland. Yeah. Um, is there are there a lot of eruptions like small earthquakes or like is there like is there lava just rolling down the street sometimes? <laughs> no, it's it's not Hawaii, man. It's um, everything here is pretty much inactive. In fact. Uh, off mm-hmm. the top of my head, aside mm-hmm. from Rangitoto, which is an island that's appeared in the harbor yep. in like since humans have been here, yeah, I believe pretty much everything is dormant. Like I see, but it, it. again, it's it's never it's always dormant until it explodes, right? right. So, oh yeah, absolutely. But um, it is like heavily monitored, and this is the crazy bit. Like you would think with all of these volcanic cones around, we would be really prone to earthquakes and that, but. We're actually one of the most, um, what they call a green zone for earthquakes in the whole country. Like, oh, okay. We really? get very few here, and usually when we do, they're more like – when you look at North Island of New Zealand, it's like you got the big – if you think of it kind of like a, a pot mm-hmm. or a frying pan, you've got a big panhandle, and then it comes down uh, wide down the middle. Yeah. And in that central part – of of north island that's where we get a lot more earthquakes and volcanic eruptions but here in where we are which is basically pretty far north sure uh, it's it's not too bad and like we were talking about off air earlier maddie if we have a decent eruption you just it, it's like duck and cover you know from the 60s don't worry get under your desk that sure. will protect you from the <laughs> right hundreds of tons of volcanic ash and stones yes, you know so there's not much you're gonna do brother you just get out the good bourbon yeah <laughs> so there's actually like volcanic ash in the just air get out the good bourbon and enjoy it there's, yeah. sometimes there's a volcanic ash in the air when something like that happens Uh, uh, it's very localized. So if you look at that map and if you look, I can't see it perfectly, but if you look, um, it looks like, uh, if you see where that lake is kind of in the middle of the North Island, 
south of Hamilton. Okay. That I think is like Taupo. And down there in that area, we've had a few volcanoes that have like spewed up a good ab- amount of ash. And then also over there uh, off the east coast, just north of Tauranga in that Bay of Plenty area where that Fakatane, we, there's an island offshore there that um, erupted a, li- a few years ago. And like actually there were tourists on the island when mm-hmm. it happened and like quite a few people died. And um, wow. And when I say quite a few, I mean like more than five. It wasn't thousands or because it was like a tourist sure. boat but yeah down there lake taupo in that area a lot of volcanic activity but it's very localized we don't end up with ash up here sure. in Auckland. well you guys have like obviously probably the most crazy thing since i've been here was when they had those those fires in in oh. australia and we got the ash blow all the way across here i remember that which oh, is like a five hour plus plane oh, flight yeah. and we had ash from australia from the fires that's how bad that was how did that end though did it just kind of go out i think it eventually burnt out didn't well, it well do you guys remember we there was some big wildfires going on on the west yeah. coast in and, california and, and, and we, we got covered we got here. the ash yeah all the way yeah. over here in missouri so yeah. it's crazy no but how did that all wow. go down okay. as far as like jt do you know how all those australian fires went out uh it was a combination of I mean, the firefighters trying to do their best, but also kind of the change in seasonal conditions. So they yeah. started getting a bit of rain. Yeah. And they were really fortunate that mm-hmm. um, they got rain in some of the places they needed it. Okay. Gotcha. But yeah, with something that big, it's just like in the U.S. At the end of the day, the only one who's going to sort it out is Mother Nature. You know, uh, Mother Nature. Right. So right. You, you're not going to stop that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys hear that uh, a piece of a uh, SpaceX rocket is going to collide with the moon soon? Yes, I saw that. And actually, Dave, good thing you said that. I have some audio on that right now. <gasps> Dude, look at that. Dang. We are so synced, man. Look at that. We are so <laughs> synced. <laughs> First Go. images in 1965 of the moon's surface showed us its majestic terrain, cratered Ooh. from centuries of impacts. But this morning, a giant new collision is just weeks away. And liftoff. A piece of this SpaceX rocket, launched in 2015, is now on a crash course with the moon. God, I hate Four his voice. Four tons of metal traveling at 5,000 miles per hour. The moon's gravitational pull sucking it in. Mm. Impact calculated for March 4th. So what the hell's going to happen <laughs> on March 4th? Like, is a piece of the moon going to, like, just Are they going to explode the off? moon? I don't think they know exactly 100% where it's going to crash into, but I think that they're confident that they are able to get within a few kilometers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's so, see what else they said about this. Yeah, yeah. Amateur astronomer Bill Gray first discovered... Amateur astronomer? What it looks like fuck? a Bill Gray... So they're going to put the the amateur on this, right? Not the, <laughs> not the fucking expert, but let's put the amateur fucking astronomer uh, on uh, it. W- w- even the experts were amateurs at one well, time. Well, you know what? Maybe this, the guy, experts... this guy does it on his right. own because he has, like, Cut Bill unfinished, some slack, he has, like unfinished, like... Look at him. He's got that smug sweater on. He's ready to go. Well, he just sanded his walls <laughs> right in back of him. I'm fucking <laughs> your wife tonight, buddy. Yeah, he's... And I'm discovering new planets. <laughs> he's discovering those titties. I'm gonna observe. Uh, I'm gonna observe yeah. your wife's anus tonight. He has a he has a bit of that Enrique in him. Look at him. We're gonna we're, we're gonna explore. Check out her wormhole. <laughs> we're Check gonna explore. You wanna sass me some more? Anyway, let's go back to the story real quick. Right. We're Sorry, about that that. Way. Sorry about that, folks. <laughs> okay. But it's crash course. It'll be the first accidental crash mm-hmm. ever Dumbass. on a man-made object. 
this is the first time there that is. something Ooh. has unintentionally hit the moon. I'll be fucking you tonight. He slays, man. Oh, the expected God. crash will make a People. new crater, but he looks like a poor man's Bob Lazar. <laughs> a little bit. A little yes. bit. Moon. Astronomers say this leftover rocket is part of a growing man-made oh, problem yeah. of space junk. Dude, that's it, terrible. Look at all that space yeah. junk, dude. Look at that. Look at all yeah. of it. Isn't it some by some year we're predicted to not be able to like get out into outer space because there'll be so much shit on the. It's yeah, a traffic know. of. Sp yeah. It's just all a bunch of traffic of, of of junk. How do you get it out of there though? Right. Big damn net. Images show pieces of Look junk in the tens of Magnus. thousands orbiting right, right. the Earth. Yeah. Oh my God! You think space is infinite, and then we have all this garbage. That's the usual mistake. Same mistake we made. Wasn't he in Independence Day? He got his brain sucked out by the fucking. <laughs> yeah, that's alien. right. Yeah. Same Data dude played him. <laughs> Same dude. <laughs> with the ocean, right? Oh, it's huge. <laughs> He's like fifty, and he can't grow a beard. Right. Well, yes and no. Last year. He does touch kids though. Ouch. Okay, that only went, uh, out the door. <laughs> it's not savage. Not savage here. Thank you, Dave. I appreciate that. <laughs> here, the International Space Station was put in harm's way after Russia blew up one of its satellites. Yeah. Hundreds Jesus. of thousands of pieces of shrapnel, wow, like that. bullets, that could potentially pierce the ISS. Oh, Dude, they shit. knew what they were doing. It was reckless. Hey, everybody. Responsible. As for the moon, astronomers Damn, expect the impact that. to produce a massive really? flash of light and dirt cloud, oh, okay. similar to this NASA animation. But don't expect to see it from Earth. The impact predicted to strike on the dark oh, side. Oh, bullshit. Oh, that's some bullshit. Yeah. You know China's on the backside, so. They are on them. the backside. It's, it's kind of. It's kind of cooler when you call it the backside of the moon. So while we won't be able to see it with <laughs> Boy, it's our a lot telescopes, sexier. it is. Yeah. It is possible that there will be in that moon. later some satellite images of this impact. <laughs> but clearly, this space junk problem points out what is a growing problem, and that is the amount of debris that's floating out there. The U.S. Space Force is responsible yeah, for tracking space the Force. Low space Force. debris, but. There's nobody out there enforcing, Craig, what I, we do. I can't hear the audio, but he seems inordinately excited about whatever he's talking about, man. It's like Space Force. He's actually really concerning. I think he Was Okay, it? yeah, he's got a Space Force fetish, obviously, because yeah. he's getting really excited talking about <laughs> well, it. Well just look at him, man. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? No one really talks about space junk and he, like there's it's not a, it's never in the news. Yeah. It's not a problem that we ever talk about. We no. talk about the oceans and we talk about like how we can clean up our rural areas and stuff like that, but we never talk about space and how much debris is That's out there. That's because nobody's really looking up right now. Not yeah. yet. You give it another 20, 30 years, man, we'll be looking up and we'll be looking to get off the planet. But yeah. eventually that stuff's going to fall back to Earth and it's going to crash into your garage. Yes and no. A lot of it, I think, would burn up. Yeah, I think most of it would burn up. Yeah. But or, or it ends up in the 70% of the ocean. Right. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Along with everything else. That's some fucking crazy shit, though. No one talks about that. No stuff. one talks about that. No. No, not at all. I do, boys. Oh, I know. We, oh, I know. That's, why, uh, I that's why we started talking to you, Dave, actually. That's why I'm here, boys. So uh, has there been any uh, new UAP, UFO-type information that has been been disclosed as of late, boys? We got two of the... Of our biggest UFO guys on, has there been anything new that's come out lately? I'll let you go first, JT. Uh, like I say, man, look, number one, I've been a bit out of touch. And the reality is when something big breaks, if I miss it, usually that man right there, 
young uh, young squire jordan tends to yes. tip me off and i've got a few other pretty loyal listeners that uh, also will tip me off but the last one that i covered so so scotty to show you how scared i am about three letter agencies i had an episode called christmas with the cia okay where right. i read cia files right so so it's like look i know i have no doubt someone has at least checked on the show because <laughs> CIA files, everything else, you you would expect that someone's at least going to go, what is this idiot talking about? Right. So I, I have fun with it. And that's why it was, yeah, that's why it was Christmas with JT and the CIA, right? It's like, <laughs> no, this isn't live from Guantanamo or from Langley, but yeah. it is, you know, we're going to have fun. But uh, it, I think it was either on that show or maybe the one before, but there was that article, Dave, I think I sent it to you, but I can't remember, but it was from Vice. And it was, to me, it was actually staggering because- it's a prominent scientist, and again, I can't think of who it is, I'll but he's up. somewhere, he's at like at Stanford or something, and he's just talking about, like, very matter-of-factly, yes, I've been looking at purported UFO crash material, I've been given it, we found really strange, and it's yes. just like a matter-of-factly written article, I there's saw no, that. well, we think it could, yeah, it was just really, and it blew my mind, but the reality is, again, and again, I always, I'm always really uh glass half empty on this stuff and the reason i say that is again the timing of the article the article came out right around christmas mm -hmm. when everybody's minds are on other stuff right mm -hmm. so it's it's like how many people actually read that but there's not a lot of times i'll sit there and i'll read an article on something like this and i'll just you know literally go wow the, mm -hmm. this is really a game changer but i did in in that case because again it wasn't mr x at you know Johnson State University, it was, you know, he named himself, he named the program, he named the people who had given him the material, he named the kind of isotope differences and all that. It was all very, it was written no differently, Scotty, than if they found that, what what's that missing plane, Flight 371 yes. or whatever, the Malaysian, Malaysian it was Flight written 371. like if someone had found a piece of that wreckage, yeah, it was just matter-of-factly, and that's probably the last thing I read that was really like to me it was like wow and i've had a few kind of sightings that i've been passed but it's more like someone from texas will say i'm from texas and this sighting's happened yeah. in texas it's not like it's a, it's a massive sighting necessarily it's just i want you to know there's been a sighting near me but dave you you are probably better equipped to answer this than me to be honest um has there been anything kind of new and breaking that i don't know about nothing nothing no, no nothing big nothing huge but it, so it was Dr. Gary Nolan is the name of the guy in the article that you sent That's me. That's him, yep. And um, so he's been studying um, not only, uh, um, you know, anomalous material, but he's been studying the brains of people who have been in close contact That's with these the crafts. That's the one, yep. And so here's what he says. If you've ever looked at an MRI of somebody with multiple sclerosis, there's something called white matter disease. Mm -hmm. It's scarring. It's a big white blob or multiple white blobs scattered throughout the MRI. It's essentially dead tissue where the immune system has attacked the brain. That's probably the closest thing you could come to if you wanted to look at a snapshot from one of these individuals. You can pretty quickly see that there's something wrong. Hmm. So, And he looked at around 100 people that had... No. come in close contact really yeah so there's some kind of experiment going brain, on brain well it's some kind of brain <clears throat> i don't know if you uh, well and the other 
Go ahead, JT. The other fascinating bit about that as, as well, because you've just piqued my, my memory now, was he tied in the Skinwalker Ranch thing. And he tied all of this in with that mm -hmm. Havana syndrome, basically saying it's a very similar profile to what's been happening with that, you know, purported Havana syndrome, where they're saying that diplomats overseas are being attacked by some kind of like RF radiation. Yes. And it's, it's like it's a targeted weapon. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And because there's a, there's a podcast that I followed for a long time and I was kind of, I joined their group and like a lot of these groups, there's a lot of people there, but there's not a lot of people saying anything interesting. And there was a lady saying that she kind of was wondering if there was any tie in between the, the Havana syndrome and uh, Skinwalker Ranch. And I said, well, actually, yeah, I covered this article for my show. And then I mentioned it and I posted up the article and yeah, the, the thing to me is it's like, Hey, thanks for going out of your way and getting that article and telling me about it. It's, it, it was just like, okay, here it is. And then silence. So I was like, okay, I think I'm about done with that group. <laughs> it's like, you know, at least give me the thumbs up for, for right. fishing out this article for you. I didn't plug my show. I didn't name my show because I think it's disrespectful. It's one thing if we have a, an agreement, like if one of you guys was in the paranormal sun chat room, you're always welcome to talk about the show. But it's like if you, you know, I just think it's a bit, especially in the same stream because we're covering the same topics, me and this other show. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I was just like, okay, well, I, I think I'm done. Um, I might read comments in here, but I don't think I'll be actively trying to help yeah. you people. <laughs> so here's another quote from the article from Dr. Gary Nolan talking about these people. You have a smorgasbord of patients, some of whom had heard weird noises buzzing in their head, got sick, etc., this is the Havana syndrome. A reasonable subset of them had claimed to have seen U UAPs or UFOs, mm -hmm. and some claimed to be close to things that got them sick. Hmm. And then he shares the MRIs, and uh, yeah, it's interesting. Something's going on. Right. I'd heard there was talk of like a microwave, maybe like a microwave weapon that they were shooting yes. at them. Yeah. Right. That's one of the theories. Kind of like frying their insides, you yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah. That's one of the theories, man. It's crazy. And, Scotty, I don't know if you watched, um, I think it's The Secret of Skinwalker Ranch, the yeah, series. Yeah, I've, I've been picking that up lately. When I started watching it, I was a, when, when I started watching it, I was a bit leery. And the reason I say that is we all know a lot of those kind of Discovery slash History Channel series. Oh, yeah. They'll end up like, here's an hour-long episode, and 40 minutes of that hour-long episode, we're going to rehash stuff that's happened earlier in the season. And it gets really tiring really quickly. But I was really impressed with the way that they did that series. And that was one of the things. They they measured that um, uh, radiation from that hill that's just behind the ranch. Mm -hmm. And they basically correlated it to a spot in the air, like three or 400 feet above the hill. It's like either it's coming from there and you can't see what it is or it's ending there. And either way, it's like, what the hell? Like, it's just coming out of this mountain and it was way above background and way above a natural explanation. Meaning, you know, like we all know there are some stones that are radioactive in that, that you can run a Geiger counter against, but there was nothing that explained what was going on. And that was like you're saying, Scotty, um, there's that guy on the ranch. I can't think of his name, but he ended up getting like that he got like uh, swelling in his head. Yes. And that's basically what the doctor said was that it looked like he'd been exposed to something like this. Mm. And, uh, and I think when I read that article, Dave, I actually was commenting like, okay, 
if this is coming from a foreign nation, right? So subterfuge, uh, have to be you know, Cuba. cloak and dagger spy stuff. Right. Yeah. Well, if it's Cuba, what the hell is Cuba doing out exactly. in the middle of Utah? You know, it, it, there's some hidden base that I don't know about where the NSA is hanging out out there on Skinwalker Ranch. Cause it's like, if this is like a mundane explanation that it's technology a foreign country is using, it's like, what would they be doing out yeah. there, man? They yeah. might as well be hanging out in Jet City and hanging out at last flight and, you know, firing their old, you know, super weapon, whatever it is, and enjoying an, a nice beer while Hell they're sitting yes. there instead of doing it out in the middle of the freaking. Yeah, they were yeah, they're makes saying no sense to me. Skinwalker Ranch is also known as UFO Alley. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. The thing about Skinwalker that's unique well, uh, is is the fact that the, there's a ton of UFO activity activity there, but it's more than just UFOs, man. It's paranormal stuff. Yeah, they're saying crop circles, cattle, crop, dead cattle, yeah. cattle mutilation, yeah, mutilation, yeah. poltergeist, Sh- shapeshifter creatures. There are reports of beings that look like they're ripping through the fabric of the universe, and they come crawling out of these yeah. like yeah. holes. What you know, in the hell, really? Yeah. It's What's going cr- on in Utah, man? Some weird, well, crazy shit. And it's, it's been going on. Like, the Native Americans yeah. knew of this land long before it we did. It says right here, shapeshifter creatures. And Skinwalkers, yeah. And previous to uh, bullets, man. Yeah, I don't think there's much well, you can do about the, those um, Out of all of those stories from the, not the original owner, but the owner that kind of started documenting mm-hmm. the kind of modern weird stuff. So Wasn't they, that the family? I can't remember their real names, but yeah, it's... It, yeah. It's the Gormans, but there's another name. Like there was a pseudonym name they used, and then there's their real name. Yeah. It doesn't matter which. We'll just I'll just go with the Gormans. But the one that really freaked me out was the guy. He he got so tired of these like orbs and that kind of buzzing him and his family and seeing kind of weird shit like literally just out of your field that he sicked his dogs on these. Um, he's he's he sicked his dogs off on these orbs and they ran off and they ran off into the darkness and he heard you know a few minutes later like the dogs like yelping in that and when he he was too scared to go and look at night he goes and looks the next day and there's just like these black puddles of ooze on the ground uh with the dog collars in the ooze so like literally whatever it was just like liquefied the dogs yeah, and that right there, man. I'll tell you what. Holy at that point, shit. I'd be like, I don't care how much these effing cattle are worth. Right. I'm out. Like, yeah, yeah I'm. That's, that's it. You. Yeah. Uh, Peace yeah, out, I'm cow. Done. <clears throat> so and this an, is in northeastern Utah. And another yeah. 512 acre another parts real, that way. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. No, it's five hundred and twelve acres. Yeah, that that whole area is that whole area is known as the Uinta Basin, mm-hmm. and they've had all kinds like there's stories going back to the local Ute. And I think it's the Navajo and the Apache in the area. Uh, basically, the story was that I think it was the Navajo, and I might have that wrong, it, but the Navajo were fighting with the Ute, like having like turf wars, basically. Yeah. And the Ute basically cursed the land or vice versa wow. yes, and basically turned the skinwalkers loose. That's, wow. Yeah. And, and that's like from that time on, that's what they say is that that area is basically like you don't want to be there. If if you don't have a reason to be there, don't be there. Well, there's right. another and, uh, one yeah, now, Yeah, some of the too, stuff right? that happened on that ranch. There's another ranch now, too, that's becoming uh, famous. Yeah, it's it's that something frog ranch, isn't yes, it? Is like that Frog Hollow Ranch or something. Frog yeah. And, and the same things yeah. are happening so, so on that, this ranch, too. Where's that one at? Uh, give me well, a minute. Oh, my God. Well, that's in Utah as well, I believe. 
that story ties into something that is Oops. one of my personal, like one of the things I really enjoy. And I know you do too, Scotty, yeah. which is kind of uh, lost or ancient the kind of history different than we've been told. And the Blind story about that ranch. one uh, in Utah, that's the one. Oh. The story that I heard years ago before any of the TV show or anything came out is it's basically they believe that when the Spaniards finally conquered, uh, I think it's called Tiwanak. Uh, I'm not even going to try. Tiwanak. That's uh, what? No. <laughs> Tiwanak, I think it is. That was oh, the world Mexico serpent. City. Yeah. And basically when Cortez... Yeah, when Cortez was going in to, like, finish them off, that Montezuma moved a bunch of his treasure out. And one of the rumors was that it ended up in the southwestern U.S. And that that's the story is that's what's there buried in Kanab, Utah. Oh, no kidding. Is this treasure. And, mm. yeah, and it's supposed to be, like, billions of dollars. It's like, it, it's not, oh, I found a chest with a few coins. It's like, it's supposed to billions of dollars of gold and and gemstones and everything else and um yeah because when i started i i saw that show and i watched a little bit i'm like this sounds awfully familiar and yeah. then when i started looking into it i'm like okay this is in Kanab, utah that's why and there was a guy in the 20s uh, you know when it was still cowboy days there and he literally went and he said he knew that there was treasure buried there and he basically conned the whole town into digging up this hillside because he was sure that the treasure was there and they never found anything. Apparently they found some skeletons and that was about it. And the people kept digging for like three, three or four or five months and they never found the treasure. And he, 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 he did them good um, <laughs> because no apparently share. he conned them in. He said, Oh, you all get a share. And they didn't find anything but fucking rock and sand. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so an interesting yeah. story. Yeah, no well, well, apparently Discovery had a show on it. Yeah. January seventh, yeah. mystery, mystery at Blind, Blind Frog, Frog Ranch. Yeah, yeah, there it yeah. is. Um, that's pretty interesting. And you know, uh, skin, skin, Skinwalker, Skinwalker Ranch. I almost said Skywalker Ranch. <laughs> I know, right? You want to? Um, Skinwalker Ranch. Like I never really looked into it until now. So I, I find it like oh. really. It's you should, really, I was really going to say you should really watch enticing. the you should watch the uh, is it a Discovery Channel or History Channel? There's a show. Mm -hmm. There's the a mystery show about at it. Skinwalker really? Ranch. But there's okay. also the movie that is really worth watching. So so the guy there's that a movie the guy that did the movie is Jeremy Corbell. He's mm -hmm. the same guy that did the Bob Lazar movie. Oh okay. Uh, what other movie? There was another movie that Corbell did. JT, do you remember? Uh, it'd be, it was either like out of the blue or I know what I saw one of those. Would that be it? Or was oh, it phenomenon? No, no, the phenomenon. No, no, it wasn't phenomenon. But, but anyway, yeah. Uh, uh, Corbell, he's got a movie and I think, I think Corbell's movie is, I believe it's called the hunt for the skinwalker, Maddie. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure it's at That's least, cool. yeah, I'm pretty sure it's on, um, Amazon video or you guys know about Tubi? Yeah, but I never use it. T U B I. -B -I. No. I I have it, and but I never use it. But it had Tubi has like a bunch of really good documentaries hmm. on this topic. Interesting. Yeah. So yeah, you need to watch that though, Maddie. The Hunt for the Skinwalker. Yeah. J T. Going back, stuff. you were talking about your well, your actually one of your episodes are going to be about Betty and um, Barney. Barney Hill. Um, tell us more about that. Well, to me, growing up, 
when I was a little shaver back when the world was black and white and uh, you got uh, cigarettes on your hamburger, whether you wanted them <laughs> or not, you know, and uh, everybody ran, ran around eating handfuls of asbestos. Yes. Oh, God, uh, I love it. Way, way back when. Oh, I miss asbestos. Yeah, way, way back when uh, we grew up in the middle of nowhere and we had like, you know, I'm uh, like I say, I, 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 I'm always pretty much like 99% of my life. I'm full disclosure. We grew up in the middle of nowhere. We grew up a trailer because uh, where we were in northern Idaho, it made sense. Like mm -hmm. it was a lot easier to heat that space than try and build a home out on a 14 acre pan patch of land. But we had like a permanent back porch like although it was a trailer it was never going anywhere right so it was it was our home and we had like a back porch uh like a wooden back porch that had been built and we had like this really odd library and why i say odd is it's like i don't know where the books came from i don't know who brought them or dropped them off because it it wasn't something that anyone in my immediate family like had a, a passion for but we had all these old books man about ufos and mysteries and that like going back to the 50s and 60s mm -hmm. and some of those books now are either like you can't find them or they're like thousands of dollars on ebay so it's really cool that from a young age i, I had these and i remember reading about things like the hopkinsville um, goblins in kentucky betty and barney hill lonnie zamora etc mm -hmm. and then as i got a little bit older we you start getting a bit of this on tv and then, like, they had Unsolved Mysteries. And I also remember watching the TV movie that had James Earl Jones in it playing Barney Hill. Uh, and uh, basically the story, their story, the book that was written, I'm trying to think of the author. I just can't remember his name off the top of my head. But it was called Interrupted Journey. So basically the whole story about these, uh, Betty and Barney Hill, are that they were an interracial couple at a time mm -hmm. when that, like, yeah. Yeah, wasn't was very common in the u.s yeah. 1961 yeah. yeah yeah so so barney was a postman and he and betty was like a social worker i can't remember her exact title but i think she like worked with you know underprivileged kids in that and they decided kind of on a whim barney went to work one night and said you know what let's go on a bit of a road trip because they didn't have a lot of money, but he figured, well, we'll take the car, we'll pack uh, the lunchbox and that, and we'll go for like three days. We'll drive up to the Canadian border. This was in New Hampshire. Yeah, New Hampshire. Portsmouth. We'll drive up to the Canadian yeah. border, go up, see Niagara Falls. Yeah, oh, go, go up, up, see Niagara, Niagara Falls, you know, do the tourist thing. Mm -hmm. yes. uh, that's it. Yep, yeah, put you in the barrel, throw you up. Oh, oh, oh. That, that was another life. Uh, <laughs> go, go, go up to see uh, Niagara Falls because Betty hadn't been there mm. and then come home. Well, when they were on their way back, they started seeing uh, odd light in the sky. And Barney was convinced because Barney was very much the skeptic at that time. He was like, there's an explanation for this. It's a star. It's a plane. And he was he was literally driving mm -hmm. and explaining it like out loud to yeah. Betty. He's going, oh, it's right. this, it's that, you know. And the further they got, it kept getting kind of brighter and they saw it in various like different places and then they got to a point where he parked the car like literally in the middle of the highway went out in a field and was looking up at this thing that was a few hundred feet away mm -hmm. and then the next thing they remembered was they were driving down the road like 40 miles away and they just woke up like in the car him driving and her sitting there and they just like came to and it's like okay what the hell went on here <laughs> yeah. so they got home and <laughs> 
Yeah, they got they got home, and again, it's 1961. You don't talk about this shit, right? You yeah. don't you don't talk about mm-hmm. seeing weird things. So you know, Barney just was like, "I'm I, I don't want to talk about this. I don't want anyone to know about this." But Betty's sister, and again, this is something that I've only learned researching the show. Betty's sister had had a sighting uh, four or five years earlier, mm-hmm. uh, not in the same. I think I think hers was in uh, Rhode Island, but she'd had seen a UFO. So Betty rang her and said, hey, look, me and Barney have seen some strange lights. We think it could have been a UFO. And again, being 1961, it was so funny because Betty's sister's like, oh, the guy down the street's like a meteorologist. Uh, I'll go and talk to him. So she goes down the street and gets him and he comes back and starts talking to Betty on the phone, starts asking her questions. And basically he said, "Okay." If I were you, I'd ring the Air Force Base and see if there were any planes in the area because there's nothing that I know of that in the sky on that night that should have been causing this that would explain what you saw. So uh, she rang the Air Force Base, and the Air Force Base actually made a blue book file and uh, said that uh, they'd look at sending someone out. And a few months later, uh, she... Betty wrote a letter to Donald Kehoe, who's like a super famous UFO investigator. Yeah, I've and heard at the time, before. he was mm-hmm. advising. Yeah. Uh, strange name, easy to remember, hard to spell. Because <laughs> right? I think it's like K-E-H-O-E, something like that. And you'd think it's key like a car key. Mm-hmm. So she wrote this letter off to NICAP and basically said, hey, we saw this. We'd like to know more. And Kehoe... There was a guy in the area, I think his name was Ken, but his last name was Webb. And he basically said, hey, why don't you go down and talk to these people and, yeah. and see? And Ken Webb was really skeptical going into this. He's like, because like we've talked about, and I've said so often that I think that 97 to 99% of UFOs can be explained fairly mundanely. So he had the same idea. He's like, yeah, this is going to be a piece of cake. I'll go down there. I'll meet these people and uh, I'll, I'll take their report, but, you know, I don't expect anything of it. And he said he, he thought he'd talk to them for a half an hour, an hour. And he sat there for eight hours. Wow. And Betty cooked dinner and everything else. Mm, that's, that's how crazy. engrossed he was in their story. He was, like, re- yeah. super intrigued. Uh, and, yeah. and, again, like I say, yeah, and this is a guy who's looked at hundreds of cases, Matt. Like you say, you know, it's, mm. not, it's not just, like, uh, Joe Blow, who's never heard of UFOs. Yeah, Betty so, and Barney Hill um, were both he, very he gathered all the details. People. Yeah, uh, as, as much as some people have tried to slander them in retrospect, mm-hmm. uh, Dave, you're, you're right. I I feel they are. Um, and they, Betty said that there were these weird circle type shapes mm-hmm. on the trunk of the car, oh. and hmm. she wasn't sure what caused them. So they went and checked those out, but there are no photos of it. Yeah. But apparently Ken Webb saw these and he said, yeah, that's really strange. And then they kind of went away and their suggestion, uh, Ken Webb's suggestion, and also Betty and Barney Hill had a, a pretty close family friend who was an ex-Air Force officer mm-hmm. named McDonald. Um, I think he was a lieutenant. And he told them, they, but between him and Webb, they said, have you ever thought of getting like, uh, regression, like uh, having hypnosis. And Barney, again, through all of this, Barney's like, nope, didn't happen. Nope, don't want to talk about it. Right. Not interested. But they had been having these weird dreams, and Betty was having weird dreams. Barney was having weird dreams. Then they spent, like, weeks 
every weekend they'd drive up in the hills trying to find the spot where they were when they saw this UFO. Because, mm-hmm. uh, again, you know, remembering, folks, there's no such thing as GPS. You, right. you, yeah. They're just driving from memory. Right. And they, they just kept going back. And every time they'd go back, they'd kind of almost have mm-hmm. what we would now call a PTSD, like uh, uh, post-traumatic stress yeah. reaction mm-hmm. of Why starting they? to, like, getting flashbacks, mm-hmm. you know. Huh. Yeah, exactly. Um, and and you know, they're both they're both gone now. But man, just to have the nuts yeah. to go back, because I'll tell you what, I would struggle. I, I mean, yeah, I would that, that really would be a struggle tough one, man. if that was my visceral oh, me reaction. Too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Fuck yes. So Barney lived until he was 46 and then Betty died when she was 85. Yeah. Betty's. What do you what do you got over there? man? So I, I have some audio from Betty. She's she's a little older in this video. But uh, it's some of her. She talks about her UFO abduction. So here's Betty. 1961. Bonnie and I driving home from Montreal. Saw a strange light in the sky. Would change direction. Came in, started following us. In an area known as Indian Head. It came out over the highway. Stopped in midair. Oh, man. And Bonnie got out with the binoculars in an attempt to identify this craft. You know, the old-fashioned straw hats that men used to wear, the flat crown and brim, that's what it was shaped like. And then along one side, it had a big, big picture window. And it had uh, dividers in it. And as he's looking up at it, and he could see people standing in the windows looking down at him, and the craft began to descend, and he had the feeling they were trying to kidnap him. Hmm. He ran back to the car. We went speeding down the highway to avoid capture. Hmm. And then later, they were standing in the middle of the road, blocking our way. This is what we what? saw when the car motor stalled out. I see. And they're separating and coming up towards us. This right. is your view, then, of the UFO yeah. people from out your car window? Right. Shut okay, the so fuck I up. This is our first view. This is about okay. a half dozen there. Actually, there were 11. Wow. Talk to me about the features in here and what you remember. Bananas I mean, look at in th- this one's face in particular. Tell My me. mind is she, fucking the, blown The fact right that now. she even remembers all of that and all of that was tossed together like that, that's impressive. And this was fucking 60 and years that, ago. Yeah, and she's still just as clear like that's what happened, man. I mean, honestly, she, well, this is 20 years ago, but honestly, it was like 40 years ago for her. Yeah, 20 years ago for us now, yeah. 40 for her. Yeah. I mean, you can see they're very human appearing. Only here, you know, the eyes are wider spaced than ours. Okay. Right. The nose is smaller and a thin slit for a mouth. No hair, no protruding part of the ear. We were taken on board and we were told to relax. No harm was going to come to us. And we did. And they did some testing of both Barney and me. And uh, showed me the star map of where they were from. There it is. Yep. Well, okay. Yeah, that's right. This is the star a map, map you drew. Yep. This is a map? Yeah. And Get the fuck out of here, and dude. And, dude, yeah. that, that, star map, map. that map yeah. holds up to scientific scrutiny. Now, what, what, this is amazing because wow. how much did you know about astronomy? Not a thing. About six weeks wow. later, Bonnie and I had gone out in the evening. And when we came home, on the kitchen table was a pile of dried leaves. Oh, God. 
which wasn't there when we left. And when I went to clean up the pile of dried leaves, there was my blue earrings I was wearing that night. See, the experience itself happened in 1961, but oh, it was man. not known until a Boston newspaper reporter found out about it. And it ran for five days on the front pages of the Boston newspaper. I went on TV. I was questioned by F. Lee Bailey. And then I sat down and had lie detector testing in front of the whole country. Oh, my God. And I had very, very high ratings for honesty and truthfulness. Whether you Like, why would she even lie about this? Oh, man. Uh, nobody, like, nobody. How could you keep a straight face? And have the same story if you're lying for the last, for her anyway, 40 years. She's sharp, man. She's she's a sharp <sighs> chick. This is, I've never heard well, this before. Well, her story's but... not changed, if I remember right. Her story never changed. No, right, not yeah, at she's all. She's as sharp as a tack. Yeah. Very credible, man. They were that, both very well, credible people. What really flipped me out was, like, their, their car stopped, which they probably, whatever it was, stopped them. Yeah. And then they get out and they're walking down the road. That's well, fucking crazy. That's what you did, though, back then. No, I'm talking about, like, the aliens. Oh, they're, like, yeah. walking around and shit. That's fucking nuts, dude. Very. So, I I couldn't hear the audio, but oh, I'm sorry, uh, man. the things about Betty and Barney Hill. No, no, it's it's okay. I, I'm just, I'm, again, you, you're talking to JT, so I've got a pretty good <laughs> idea of what she was talking he, about. He knows how the movie goes. Um, yeah, he knows. But the the reality is, yeah, as I say all the time on the show, right, I got plenty of room in my life for skeptics because a skeptic looks at something with a mm -hmm. eye right. to say, hey, what are the odds, Occam's razor, everything else. It's the debunkers I have a problem with. And again, with Betty and Barney Hill, the vitriol that those two put up with, right, first, first and foremost, let's remember two things. Barney didn't want anyone to know about it, like full stop. Like mm -hmm. he didn't want anyone to know about what was going on because he was sure with them being an interracial couple, they'd yeah. just be held up to derision with, mm -hmm. and he was right. Okay. Mm -hmm. Secondly, people say, oh, well, there was a book and there was a movie, but they made F all off of it. You can see how she's living. She's not living in a McMansion. Okay. Right. Um, and some of the explanations I've heard over the years are freaking ridiculous. Like, oh, it was a satellite. Well, guess what? I went and looked that up and there were no, like communication satellites or anything i think there were less than 10 satellites full stop i was in, gonna say we didn't even outer space them. at right. the time of yeah. their sighting yeah there were like 10 right mm -hmm. and they were like sputnik and vanguard and a few but there were hardly any and then secondly like again oh she saw the full moon and again a very very quick explanation of it mm -hmm. you look into it you find out that the full moon wasn't visible it, there was a full moon that night, but it wasn't visible because you know how the moon shifts 45 minutes every day? Right. And sometimes it'll be a full moon in the day. Right. So it wasn't visible during the time of their sightings. And again, so many of these things, as I've found with hundreds of UFO cases, it's like they just keep throwing shit at it. And they're just like, we'll just bombard you with explanations. And if something doesn't stick still, I mean, to this day, there are people that will hear Betty and Barney Hill and they'll go, oh, yes, she saw the moon. Because that's all they really remember was like an article or a official saying they saw the moon or, and so at the end of the day, man, that that kind of stuff they get what they want because they get us all to think that there's a there's a very easy explanation. 
uh, hillbilly moonshine, you know, right. now that'll be the next thing. It'll be every UFO case is because of legalized cannabis. You know, I'll be shocked if that isn't the new explanation. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised if that's not used. Um, yeah. Discredit. But you know what? It's, yeah. it's, it's so strange nowadays though, with the government just flat out going, you know what? Yeah, that's real. We, that's not yeah. us. We can't, we can't prove that. That's just odd to me now. Yeah, but it, but it does make sense. But, if you think but, about it, it. but again, Scotty, look, I'm the pessimist because I've been dealing like I've been interested in this for so long. Mm -hmm. And the reason that I think the government is telling you that, especially in the U.S., is all the more reason to add more money to that defense budget. Right. Because it could be those Chinese and they could have a quantum computer controlled drone and it could be them pesky russians yep. you know so i i think that's why they stop short of saying they, they they don't say this now individual people like fraber right the pilot he'll say i don't think that this had this was a technology from this earth but you'll i don't think we'll get a government coming out and saying like meaning the u.s government or the uk government or you know right. one of the major countries i just don't see one of them coming out and saying we can't explain this and we don't believe it's like from current human civilization for lack of a better term. Right. Just don't see it. Cause they always want to play the boogeyman bullshit. Right. I mean, look, at, look at the missile gap. So I don't, I don't know if you guys remember for sure, but in the late fifties, but I think it was the early to mid sixties when the ICBM started being built. So you didn't need bombers anymore to end the world. And they came out and they said, Oh, there's a missile gap. The Russians are, They've got so many more missiles than us. Guys, it's been proven in hindsight, absolute fabrication. Basically, what happened was there was an ex-Nazi named Reinhard Galen mm -hmm. who ran the, the intelligence network of Eastern Europe and Russia. Basically, all the information the CIA got came to them from an ex-Nazi. And there were ex-Nazis in Russia telling the Russians the same thing because all these guys are working in the defense industry for Russia or for right, the U.S. or the right, U.K. Right. So they've got a vested interest in making lots of money. So they were telling the U.S. you're behind. The U they were telling the Russians you're behind. And again, before satellites, you couldn't tell for sure how many missiles the Russians had. You know, right. you could take a photo with 10 missiles and say, hey, this is one site in one city. And if you extrapolate that, they've got like 3000 missiles yeah. when the Russians had like 50 missiles, you know, yeah, we're not like, we got to build more missiles, you yeah, know, we're not that's why Dr. Strangelove, you know, type Absolutely. stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're not the only country that got leftover like Brainiac Nazis. Right. No, that, you're you absolutely know. right. Like Nazis, oh, former... the UK. Yeah. Them. Uh, I mean, NASA. NASA was created by former rocket Warner, science. Warner Nazis. Von Braun. Yeah. Werner von Braun. And you know, yep. you know, Warner, don't Warner, worry, folks. I'm a good Nazi. Yeah. yeah. It's and, okay. uh, and you know, Warner, don't worry. Had, you, I, you know, Warner had his posse of smart guys. Oh yeah. You know, it just wasn't him. That's, he had a whole, what, well, that's oh, yeah. what you did. You he brought had a in whole all your boys fucking too. German crew, dude. Yeah. yeah, man. Get over here. They were headed to the moon, man. They were yes. going to go from the moon then on to Mars. Yes, they, had they were plans. Yeah, they did. They certainly did. Well, it's something it's a little bit of trivia uh, that a lot of people don't know. But when you say, what's the first man-made object that actually left Earth's, not, not Earth's orbit, but, but left the Earth, i.e. left the entire atmosphere? And no, it wasn't Sputnik. And no, it wasn't the Vanguard. It was actually a German V-2 rocket in 1944. There you yep. go. It was the first man-made object that actually left all the layers of the Earth's atmosphere. So like you say, I mean, 
they 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 knew what they were doing, yeah, right? They were like, smart. Yeah, don't get yeah. me wrong. They they weren't. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's there, it. There was a and reason why the war, when the war. They, they, yeah, you're right. There's a reason when the <laughs> war fell, all these countries were like, you know what? We can't let these guys go. Yeah. yeah, they're no. too damn smart. Somebody's gonna get them. Oh, I mean, you know, I know this guy killed about a million Jews, but he also recorded every bit of. But it. you know, imagine the, the information yeah. that we can use right. off but, of you know, their death. Those dudes, right. though, but the, he's changed. Right. He's changed, Scott. He swears he'll never do it again. Never. <laughs> those never. rocket science guys, they were. He's reformed. They're all all those smart people, the ones who, and the engineers and the rocket science. They had nothing to do with any of that shit. Oh, of course They not. were there because they, they were there at their whip. Like, they were forced to do that shit. Absolutely. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. Yes! I was forced to gas those Jews. Yeah. But, I, I mean, love there's Jews. certain, like... It's, it's like... I can't imagine them, not all of them rocket science people, I, knowing I can't about imagine them all being the Holocaust going on. Right. No, it's just you know like I mean? anywhere in the world, But at man. the same time, when you, like like you guys have seen Band of Brothers on HBO. Yeah, I'm yeah, sure yeah. you've seen it over there in, uh, in in Auckland, JT. But there's a scene in it where they, oh, roll, course, yeah. they roll up to this concentration camp, right? The Germans are all gone. Yeah. They liberate right. it. But there's a village nearby. You can't tell me that village didn't know. Oh, they knew. Right. You can't Because you could smell the burning right. flesh from the fucking exactly. gas chambers. The best thing that they did was march those rich fucking people yep. in their furs up there and make them take care of those yeah, people. Yeah, they were forced to do that right. shit. Good. Fuck them. You know, that, that was just a horrible time. Boys want to take a quick oh, break? Oh, yeah. I think we should take well, a quick break. I have to pee. Yeah. Oh. Yes. Well, we have to take a break now, then. Well, then Very we've badly. <laughs> let's, let's thank JT and the Paranormal yeah. Sun. Yeah, thank you, brother. Biscuit Strength and the Jeff City Paranormal yes. Society for your continued Patreon patronage. And we're going to have Biscuit next week. That's yes. right. If you would like to check us out on Patreon, you can go to patreon.com slash the old 77 podcast. And for the cup of coffee, mm, the price yes. of a cup of coffee a month, you two can support local podcasts. That's right. And I just got to... I just got a message from Biscuit. He says he's going to lift 50 pounds on each nipple tomorrow night. All right. <laughs> or next week. I'm sorry. Next week. <laughs> it's on. I can't Still wait. Setting up Biscuit. The All I right. Wait. Shut up, brother. Uh, let's take a break, boys. We'll yeah. be back right after this. All right. The old, on the old <laughs> 77, 77, 77, 77, 77. Wee wee. In the Groove, Vinyl Records and More has the widest variety of new and used music, carrying new and reissued vinyl, used CDs and cassette tapes, in business for over 20 years, offering the best variety and service we possibly can. In the year 2000, we started out as a little hole in the wall, and now In the Groove is a full-service record shop with thousands of records to choose from, buying rock, jazz, R&B, soul, and blues records, 33s, 45s, and 78s. We also buy CDs and cassette tapes we've been buying and selling since 2000 in the groove is a one-stop shop for records stereo equipment cds and other fun oddities 708 jefferson street jefferson city missouri give us a thumbs up and follow us on facebook in the groove vinyl records and more i love this music man i just love it and welcome back to the old 77. It's a safe a place. Safe place. In an unsafe world. <laughs> it is time for a cool down on old 
77. You have to read all the words. <laughs> you know what, guys, man? I'll tell you what. Oh, no, oh, no. 77. Oh, 77. You want me to say the cool down, right? Well, yes, yes. Uh, Hold on. The, the 77. Right. Well, the old 77. I'll try it again. It is time for the cool down on the old 77. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you, guys. I was Thank looking over at Dave like, Dave, push the button. Push I was, the I was button, over here Dave. like, Dave, push the button. We are not pushing the button. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Oh, Louie Mano. Thanks to Louie Mano. Who started talking first? The Velvet Boys. Yeah. The Velvet Boys. Because you wanted me to touch the button. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's like, touch the button now. <laughs> We got this. I'm sorry, JT. I had to. I had to mute you, the man. You were you were in the middle of oh. something. What was it? It's that wax dog. Oh no! All I was saying was, <laughs> I, I just said, you know, you bastards. I'm so jealous right now. I wish I had one of those teleporters and I was just oh, there in too, studio man. with you because uh, someday you're fucking having a hell of a lot of fun. Yeah. I mean, I'm having fun, but it'd be more fun if I was sitting there. Oh, oh absolutely, absolutely, man. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, we love having on. Anytime. Having on, bro. Anytime, man. Come on. Anytime you do find that teleporter and you're able to get over here, get on over here, man. Get your ass over here, man. So <laughs> open invite. As you guys know, you know, the cooldown consists of anything goes. That's right. Yes. Um, yes. We're in the, we are in the cooldown now. So anyway, um, I don't know if you guys heard this or not. What, um, it, what Maddie? What? There is a creepy sex robot swap shop online where doll, doll lovers trade used figurines. Oh, and what's the web address for oh, that? Oh, God. Oh, dear. Dave, <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> um, and, the, and the web address? Um, well, a website called Galmato Haven mm. specializes in selling the pre-loved sex dolls. Pre-loved, yeah. huh? <laughs> pre-loved. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Pre-loved. It also uh, fixes sex dolls and offers a spa day experience <laughs> with oh. your favorite robotic chick. Uh, we've all we all have a favorite or robotic, robotic chick, man, we? robotic man too. I guess they have guys as well. So we're none. Yeah, we're, yeah we don't discriminate. Um, <laughs> is that like who a, the fuck cleans these things? Is what I want to know. <laughs> is it like detailing a car? Uh, that's what I was gonna say. Their steam cleaning bill must be fucking phenomenal through the like, roof. Through the roof. So I I have this uh, video. It's um oh god. It's it's uh, queued up here. It's called Meet Harmony, the uh, the sex <laughs> robot. It's Harmony. slut ever. It's called Slut Ever. Oh slut yeah, I've, ever. Heard, I've heard of this. This is a show on Vice. I think. Is it really? Yeah. Slut okay. Ever. Well, anyway, sure. this is actually like a real robot. I, I, I'm guessing. Like, is this like a boopy in the nose robot? Or this is uh, she has holes in all the uh, right places. Oh, robot. Hey. I mean, this is something all you need, I guess. If you, I mean, if these these dolls, these ro- well, the, the dolls do anyway. Anybody um, a robophobe here? Anyway, these things cost six thousand yeah. dollars or more. Yeah. But the the like. Gen- the generic like body da, I think cheaper it's like to keeper, man. The base model. Yeah, the base model. The base. This isn't the fucking. You want the like, touring model? Yeah. All this is all. I like, want the plastic model. This I want is her the to loaded, just be self-loathing. Um, the loaded version here, Ugh. but her name's Meet Harmony. <sighs> Meet Harmony. Is this Harmony. Oh my god. Yep. Oh my god. Oh, I'm sorry. I wasn't. Yeah, yeah it's moving okay. and everything. I was thinking about you. No. I was thinking about you. you. I'm well. How are you? I'm glad. You know you can count on me for the good and bad moments. What's up, Chesty McChesterson? <laughs> I like it. It's a, a Scottish, actually. Oh, okay, okay. Oh. 
genuinely always got like, her set no to Scottish. Better than I thought it was gonna be. Always wanted to fuck a Scottish chick. So if you guys could have any robot programmed <laughs> any way, what would you have? Australian, of course. Of course. Yeah. Oh, would you really? Yeah. Dave likes his girls down under. I love the Australian accent. It's the sexiest thing ever. I would want it in like Spanish or something. Like, yeah, that's from, not a like, bad choice either, brother. Like Spain version, though. Yeah. Of the Spanish language. Yeah. What are you I, going with, JT? I, I, I don't care what language, as long as that I can live out the fantasy that it's a politician because they've been <laughs> fucking me my whole life. So, you know, it'd be just nice to put the shoe on the other foot. Yeah. There you go. And, uh, yeah. Say, hey, I like look that here, answer, Look man. here, bitch. This is for my fucking taxes. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. Suck this cock. <laughs> Take that, George Bush. You can get. Oh, you can oh get, that got dark. Honestly, fast, like, Dave. you could get away with Ron Jeremy. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, you could do. Just hedgehog it out. <laughs> the, the freshly shaved. Although it's not really a fresh shave anymore, is it, JT? I, mm. I was telling the boys, I, I had been holding on to those pictures of you that you told me not to share with the boys. <laughs> Until now. Yeah. You, you, can, you can show the boys, just don't fucking show it on the show. Oh, they've, no, no, they've, no, no, they've no, already no, seen yeah. it. The boys have we already did, seen we it. Show, the yeah, we, did, we ain't putting that on the show. <laughs> Oh man, I was like, get out of here! God, sex robot. Oh, here's the sex robot again. God, she's uglier than hell. And go, oh, 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 yes. But those titties are on point, right? Right. Legitimately, a robot. Do you feel bad? If you so choose, you could have sex with it. Do you feel bad getting your robot like scheduled for a breast augmentation? This is not a robot that will walk into your bedroom and fuck you. Oh no. It's an artificially intelligent robotic head plopped on top of real body super successful but admittedly oh, looks man. like sex doll yeah nice. how exactly does one you know, have sex with a sex you know robot? all joking aside scotty i can tell you like rest in peace speak no ill of the dead but if my old man was still alive <laughs> it would be one of those things it'd be like if he could hide it from my fucking mom Get, get away with it, I'll fucking guarantee you he'd be on board. <laughs> What's this $6,000 bill from right. Cyberdyne Industries? Cyber oh, I don't know. It must be a mistake. Talk about like, it you know. It was my sex doll. Come on. You guys think Cyberdyne Industries. I thought hiding the fleshlight was hard. Imagine trying Holy to hide shit. this thing, guys. Well, that's a good question. I mean, that's so a good So basically, point. the question is right now. <laughs> how do you hide that bitch? The yeah. question right now in Literally, this video how is bitch? how exactly how exactly does one have sex with a sex bot? So this, oh. that was the question. Well, they, oh, ju oh. they just said, like, she's basically it's not you. She won't walk in and fuck you, but it's a, no, but a this, smart head on top of a sex doll. No, but this is what they tell you. This is how it happens yeah. right now. Oh, can't wait. The basic real dolls obviously are anatomically correct. Anatomically and, uh, correct. Users can put them in any position they want. Mm, there you yeah. go. And they can use their imagination. Yeah. I, I would hope so for six device. grand. Right. When you integrate the AI and the robot, the idea... She can rip your dick off. <laughs> <laughs> ...is that you're going to get expressions on her face as the whole oh, thing is happening. Oh, my God. Um, you're going to get audio feedback. She's going to make noises. Oh. Um, we're working on putting sensors... Fuck me. Fuck heated. me. Fuck me. <laughs> oh. Oh, fuck me. They're going to be heated soon, too. Heating guys. and self-lubrication. Oh, shit. Self-lubrication. What? Heating and self-lubrication. Now, that would be a break. Hey, man, your fleshlight can't do that. Yeah. So when you own one of these, obviously you're like, fuck, now i got to clean up the inside of it. I would right. think if you own one of these, you could afford somebody to come in and power wash her out. Can you imagine so, having to be like, you right? know. You just take her to the car wash. <laughs> Some poor Mexican throw in, in, throw in 15, uh, you know, 15 quarters and go to town. Have all your friends as trainer. Fuck yeah. 
Things are getting strange, boys. <laughs> well, yeah, do you guys ever go camping and somebody brings like a, a fucking razor, like the one oh, razor, and everybody passes the the electric shaver around? Yeah. Right, it'd be just like that. Like you're just, y'all yeah. having just like a stag. Po- <laughs> She's gonna get around. There's no a fucking doubt. stag party going on. Oh. That thing just filled like a cream down. Oh, don't worry about it. Jose will take her down to the car wash later. But you know what, man? Hopefully, That's fucking hopefully right? we can get those things oh. into the hands of the people that really need them. I wonder if you can. Just I love how the the screen is just like paused on Robo titties here. <laughs> well, you know, it's a good shot on the Robo tit. Yeah. Well, we're stuck on self lubrication into the body. <laughs> Finish it off, Maddie. I want to see what oh this is God. all about. Okay, okay. See if they have the web address. The body, which will run <laughs> on the AI. Oh, it, it runs off an AI app, which is even better. Dude, so you can control her with your phone? There's yeah. an app for that, oh, bro. Yes. Trick me off now. Slow like jerk off. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, you have to hold the Siri button down first, bro. <laughs> no, man. An Play with product. my ass. It's a TV timeout. Get in here. <laughs> <laughs> It's a TV. Oh, look at this. This little microphone. And when it turns green, Mm. just ask a question. Harmony, what's your sexual fantasy? I want to have sex in the public, please. Sweet. She's wild as shit. So she's wild as hell, yeah. There you go. I can tell. The sex doll wants to have sex in public. The AI app is designed so that a user can create a. Can can you see, like, the, the statute fine you'd get in somewhere like Kentucky for doing that, though? It'd be like. Having sexual intercourse with a household appliance in public, you know, that, be something like that. Well, that's what would you know, be it, more. Be like, yeah, that's. <laughs> and God forbid the thing be black. Down, down, <laughs> down in Mississippi, down in Mississippi, they'd be like, "Oh God, your girlfriend." They'd hang you both. Yeah, they'd be like, "Your girlfriend ain't answering my question." Right, right. Be, because my girlfriend ain't real, motherfucker. <laughs> right. You racist prick. Exactly. It'd We're be gonna just throw like her that. in jail. Yes. I want to fuck your face. I want to fuck your face. My celly was a sex doll. Personality <laughs> by choosing personality go traits. I was thinking, go on, go on. Tell my friends the joke I programmed traits, into so you. What do you tell dumb. a woman with two black eyes? Nothing. You've already told her twice. You told her twice. I could totally see somebody in Alabama programming that in. Mm. That's just standard operating procedure right there. That comes base, <laughs> base model. That's your base level racist oh, right there. We're gonna things, go ahead and put that in. These things are really gonna become Big. common in the future. Oh, yeah, I think I, I, somewhere in the Netherlands or maybe even Holland, probably. For Shit, I don't know. There's a brothel where just oh Switzerland, Japan. yeah, you yeah. Japan, yeah, Japan, Japan. You've yeah. just got a bunch of these robots strapped over a table. You guys want to go fuck yeah. some robots right? tonight, man? Yeah, yeah. Now, what's wrong with you, man? You a robophobe? I don't know, man. It's all a little weird to me. <laughs> it's not rape if it's dead. <laughs> it's, mm. it's not rape if it ain't alive. <laughs> That's true. You know. Jesus Christ. I haven't programmed you know, it to say no. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this is willy-nilly. Oh, God. This, this is like an episode of The Simpsons, man, and I'll guarantee you what would happen if old JT ever fired that up. It would be like <laughs> I would be Mo, you know, and it's like the first time I'd be like, okay, well, it's like 2040. I might as well go for it. Right. And then it's like the first time I go to meet the fucking robot, it's – like, you know, it's time for Skynet, and they take over and fucking, like, you know, strangles you to death. It's like... <laughs> never heard that, a robot would, in your that life. That would be my luck, man. I guarantee you. Yeah, never heard a robot in your life. You first think, first yeah. wild hair you get, yeah. Skynet happens. You yeah. think Lorena Bobbitt was bad. Watch out. <laughs> I'm going to cut off your pecker. 
<laughs> she ripped off Calling my dick. It down. Oh, <laughs> the old seventy-seven. Lorena Bobbitt is our idol. Are you a sex robot? Oh, Certainly, I am a robot, and I am capable of having sex. Oh man! But to call me a sex robot is like calling a computer a calculator. Oh. Sex oh. Oh. Smart. Oh. She's got a snarky attitude. I right. Love it. Sex compromises only the small you know what portion that means? of my capabilities. Fuck time. <laughs> portion of my capabilities. Oh. Limiting me to sexual function is like using your car to listen yeah. to the radio. Get the attitude with me, She's girl. <laughs> this is scary, though, right? Like, this right? Very impressive and simultaneously very different than a regular. It is. Human Look, it, it 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 is, and it's. <laughs> Like, you know, That's guys like up. Isaac Asimov and all those sci-fi writers wrote stories about this. And we all laughed about it. I mean, fucking 80s, you know? You couldn't even get uh, a calculator to work right. And right? now it's like you got shit like this <laughs> that, like you say, it's it's not only like, it, it's not like a blow-up doll, but it's programmable. It's, it's not Cherry it, 3000. quote unquote, learns what you like and every Yeah, man. You can yeah, program her it's, personality. It's pretty, uh, it's pretty out there. Yeah. You can program her personality. That's insane. Like, how did we yeah. evolve so quickly with this? Because somewhere, no matter how hot she is, Maddie, some <laughs> guy's tired of her shit. <laughs> and her dirty vag. And her dirty vag that you can't take to the car wash <laughs> and power wash out. <laughs> oh, There's got to be some kind of, like, button that releases, like, the jizz, right? Like, you would have to have easy access she to She got, like, a up. bucket in her stomach or something? That's like, what man, I, I wonder. I got herpes from that fucking robot. Mm, right? Man. Can you get the herp? Right. What about the clap? Oh. Is it a new uh, kind of I mean, variant? Yeah, if you, like, had a train with all your friends with the thing. Is it a computer virus? Ooh. Like, boy, a, damn. A month later, you're like, okay, which one of you guys yeah. has herpes and gonorrhea? Because... I got that shit. Right? Damn, the car wash then, won't even clean that and, out. God, man. And, and then you go you go and you hide it in the you hide it out in the garage and your wife finds it and she goes, Oh, why did you hide that tartar sauce from me? You know, we needed it and you know, I've been eating it for the last three days and I've been getting really sick. And it's like, oh shit. Yeah, man. It's like yeah. Yeah, it's a bit funky. Yeah, bit it smells <laughs> like Roquefort cheese. Oh, yeah, that's man. that's the Salmonella yeah, brand. A, yeah, I just a bought pretty that. Pretty scary world. Oh, yeah, Salmonella. <laughs> Salmonella's homemade. Did you guys did you guys watch The Shield? No, I no. Didn't did you watch The Shield when it was out? That no. that cop drama with uh, fucking Baldy Michael Chiklis. Yeah, there was an episode of that I'll never forget. Yeah, there was an episode of that I'll never forget. They, like, busted this, like, fucking nutter. And they go in his house, and they got him handcuffed, you know? And they think he's a terrorist. And they're like, you know, what have you got in there? What's in that fridge? And it was, like, chained clothes. And they thought he had, like, severed heads in that. And he's, like, freaking out. He's like, stay away from there. And they open the fridge, bro. And he's got all these, like, fucking mason jars. And the guy unscrews the lid, and he's like... And the guy that's handcuffed goes... Leave my children alone. And he's got all these fucking pork jars of fucking spunk in that fridge. And he oh. drops it and it just shatters. And it's like, oh. oh, fuck. I've never, I've been traumatized from that for like 25 years, man. Now I know I'm, I'm not watching what, The Shield. What about, what about the part from, um, what was the movie? Um, um, uh, Ryan Reynolds. Uh, Deadpool? Uh, National, not when. Van Wilder. Van Wilder. Mm -hmm. They filled up the, all those Van eclairs. Wilder. They had, yeah. they filled up all those eclairs with dodges. Oh yeah. And they took them to like some kind of party, and they're like, "Oh, here, here's the fucking. We, <laughs> we're sorry about what happened last night. 
here's here's a truce. Yeah, here's a sign. here you go. Eat there's these like a dozen. Eclairs. There's like a dozen eclairs filled oh. up with dog jizz. Oh, wow. mm. That would that fucking was hard to you watch. Know, you know and what it, though? The first time I Van saw Van Wilder it. taught me how to how to talk about best... sex education to my children. Don't be a fool. Wrap your tool. True. But but Matt, you you left out the best bit when they got to the bottom of the basket and they ate all the eclairs. There's a photo of them like jerking off oh, the dog, yes. like into the eclairs. Yeah, remember? Like they get. I to totally the forgot about that part. Like, What's that? And there's like a Polaroid of them as yeah. they're eating it. They're like, so yeah, there's like five <laughs> different <laughs> slides of them jerking the dog. Everywhere. Yeah. Oh, I totally forgot about that. Oh my yeah. fucking god! Oh my god, that's so, so wrong, hilarious. man. Because when you're yeah. watching, you're like, it looks like semen. Like somehow they made like fake semen so real. Yeah. And they then make and then you look, look down at the now. pictures, you're like, oh Shampoo. my god. Because I remember like gagging when I first saw that. It was the funniest movie, but that part really got to me. <laughs> yeah. So, so we were talking about last yeah, week. I think it traumatized our whole generation. Fucking man. right, it did. Uh, last week we were talking about like what what's on TV now. A lot of documentaries. Uh, yeah. The new Bill Cosby documentary documentaries yeah. coming out but there's also a documentary also coming out it's uh it's called um secrets of the playboy um oh, i've heard yeah. about this it exposes the dark side of hugh hefner's empire a blue right. grotto yeah. so right. i just read a story about this where his daughter at the age of six walked into the playboy house at the time uh-huh. and there was like 12 people just buck naked going at it really? having an orgy in the front she was Jesus. like hey where's dad at oh he's in the middle over there we're just fucking right wow. hey baby <laughs> But I, I have some uh, I have some audio from what? the uh, for this trailer, so here we go. Hit it. The Playboy's had a major part in the sexual emancipation of our society. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The sexual revolution. I will agree. Sure. He represents for this woman Look here that, freedom. The We're gonna try Playboy to put some closed captions on here so you can read. There was JT. a secret world. Hold on kind of Playboy Why was is this all not... about powerful oh, men. Preying on beautiful young women. The question that we started out with oh, there it is, yeah. very simple. Oh, just, oh shit, Hugh Hefner sorry. was such a creep. Well, he had a way with women. <laughs> yeah. Don't be hating. He had Scott. all the ways with women. The sexual emancipation. Oh, here it is. Oh, hold on. Sorry. The question that we started out with was very simple. It was just, if the history of Playboy was told through women's voices, what would they say? Huh. That's uh, true. I don't know. <laughs> A&E. Right? What would the opposite be, though? Having dudes running around, raising sacks? Holly Madison? Yeah. Is that her name? Right, yeah. I know the, the Hefners don't have anything to do with Playboy now. Or I should say Playboy has nothing to do with them now. They stopped publishing nude photos there for um, a while, right? Yeah. Playboy at the beginning back. Yeah. really positioned itself as a progressive beacon. Well, and funny story about that, Scotty. When we were in high school and really we had like the government women. class where we traded stocks. Yeah. Um, that was it. Like the the second half of the year, like we had a you, you bought a stock for the first semester. Yeah, I remember. And doing a stock that. for the second semester. And the second the the second half, I bought. It was either me or someone in our class. They bought playboy shares i think it was me and it went like through the roof because that's when his daughter took over the company oh and like the the, the yeah the valuation went up like seven or eight times in that like three months because obviously she knew what she was doing a bit better than him at that point hell yeah because he was did. just checked out and, you know rolling around in the wheelchair yeah yeah so i i don't 
the vibe I'm getting from this, this trailer, is another. Th- I mean, it, there's nothing wrong with exposing stuff like this, but honestly, it was it was it, it was a sign of the times back then. Yeah, the world was a dev- very different place, and for someone to really kind of just dig in and there's no way this could happen expose now. and no. and and try to like cancel out playboy now because of all this shit happening 60 years ago whatever the fuck it is you have to remember a lot of women and women who are involved with playboy voluntarily join up right but and it's not but, but, there's also talk in this though of like Miss, like poor, foul play. No, well, poor behavior on Hugh Hefner's part. Like mm. he would, when they would come in, he would immediately like take pictures and then straight up blackmail them. Okay, like you can't yeah, go okay. anywhere I because no okay, gotcha. if you do, I will show this, this, and this. Yeah, I didn't know that part. You know, and then there was like, uh, like girls who lived in the Playboy Mansion. They had a certain expectation that was laid upon them. They had to have sex like so many x times amount, yeah, like yeah. so many times a day. With Hugh, with other girls, mm. you know, all of it could be filmed, all of it could be whatever, and most of it was for his private archives. Yeah, they said that he was just like a fucking sexual predator, damn, by himself. But when his friends came around, they got to see a whole other like he'd go play cards, yeah. and yeah. and you know, mm. whatever. Interesting. But it, when it was just him and the bunnies in the house, he was like an old dirty man preying on them. No shit. Yeah, that's wow. pretty much what this is coming out and saying. Mm. Straight, which were really the only two categories back then. And I think because of all of that in the beginning, look of at that Boy, dirty old bastard. We gave Huff a big pass for a very long time because it was like, well, what? Because he was still at that age, he was still fucking. Oh like, yeah, well he was fucking till the day he died. Yeah, I mean he got so much guaranteed. He, he got more ass than a toilet seat. He he would have he would have been getting a fucking IV of Viagra. Okay? Oh yeah, just like twenty four seven. He would have had on staff. He would have had that doctor, the same one that Michael Jackson's <laughs> doctor, that fucking weird. Uh, yeah. Right. I can't remember the guy's name, but he'd have him on call, I'm sure. He certainly had his type, though, didn't he? Look at oh, that. yeah. I mean, just look yeah, at that. Yeah, he liked him blonde. Big yes. titties and blonde. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty obvious from that, I mean, where right. you stopped. Like, I mean, still, you know, he's yeah. He's trying to recreate <laughs> I mean, Maryland. Look at that face, dude. Like, that dude is happy as a motherfucker right there. Well, you know, I know I know when people die, they're like, well, don't worry, honey. He's in a better place. Is he? Yeah. No, no he's it not. Is no. Hefner. Is he Hefner? <laughs> he had a pretty fucking good here, He had right? a pretty fucking good here. I mean, shit. Well, even if he's got to put on heaven pants, it still sucks. He's like, he's reincarnated into like a fucking like horse fly or some he's shit. He's probably a prey mantis. Hmm. Yeah. A he's, male prey mantis. Yeah, he's going to get his fucking head right. chopped off. Andrew. I had guy. sex, no head. His poor well, guy. that was a cool reincarnation. <laughs> I'm back, I'm bitches. I'm back, bitches. <laughs> ready to slay. Yeah, ready to slay some ass again. <laughs> Where's those big, We're, boobied, uh, prey mantis women at? Come on, bring them on. Or like a black widow, right? Yeah, or a black widow. Or female black Or he was like reincarnated. He was reincarnated into like a dude who has a baby penis. Oh, poor bastard. <laughs> I wonder. Poor, if, I wonder well, how you know how the uh, poor baby penis bastard. These things go mm. in cycles, mm. and I'm not sure if it because of this coming out or what. But the other night on TV, I saw a movie and I was like, "Fuck, I haven't seen that for years." I love that movie, so I sat there and I watched the whole thing. Uh, the People versus Larry Flint. Good and, movie. Uh, oh yeah, even, good one. even now, Scotty, I think they'd struggle to even make that movie now right. because of the stuff that they had in it. Um, I mean, Boogie Nights. Yeah. Look at Boogie Nights. They would have like, a even hard the time. movie. Yeah. Looking yeah. nights, yeah. Oh, well, I mean, the end scene, that wasn't that Dirk bad. Dirk Diggler. If you think about it, man, you see a lot more <laughs> balls in uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. 
That is true. In the very beginning of Forgetting Sarah Marshall, that Balls. motherfucker has got his buffalo shot out <laughs> all the time. <laughs> Balls everywhere. You turn around, there's dick and balls. No hey, shame. what's over here? Dick and balls. Hey, look over this guy's shoulder. There's some dick and balls. Like, God <laughs> damn, dude. You stop showing your dick. Right. Please, Surprises me every time. <laughs> and he's the dude of How I Met Your Mother. I never expected. Right? He is. Never expected that right? guy to do that. But I, I can't look at puppets the same way without going, blah. Blah. I'm so sad. It's like Bobby Lee. Right. Blah. Yeah, blah. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, Hugh Hefner oh, is definitely not enjoying what he enjoyed on Earth. I mean, that's for sure. I don't know. Maybe Hugh is Maybe slaying is. That, that, that virginal, vested virginal. <laughs> hey, did you guys hear about the whole uh, thing with Neil Young and Joe Rogan? Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Dude, good yeah, for Spotify. Yeah. Good for Spotify for standing up, man. And, and fuck you, Neil Young. I mean, come who on. So what? Who the fuck is he now? He's so, no one now. I, I, I kind of... I saw Neil Young say, like, basically, either get him off or pull my fucking back catalog of 1,300 songs. Right. But look, even in a even in a PC world, they're never gonna fucking pull Joe Rogan when they got an ex- exclusive contract with him, and he makes them so much money. But is that basically where it ended? Is that Spotify's just said they're pulling him? Oh well, piss off, Neil. You know, go back to Canada Pretty or whatever. Much. Yeah, that's that's basically what they've said. They, Bye, they, Canadian they've asshole. Agreed, they've agreed to his terms, and they are pulling. They were removing his music catalog from yeah. Spotify. Go have fucking sex with Trudeau. You. But fuck. at the same time, I think Joe Rogan has actually came out and said something too. Like you know, I, I really sounded stupid on this. Like X particular podcast, but but that dude does so damn many podcasts a week. You know, I bet he does. Three and Joe's podcasts fucking getting high as shit on there. And they've he, taken him even, off. He's, he's not even, on Spotify anymore. I say he's even come back. Who? Joe? Neil Young. Oh yeah, he's yeah, gone. He's gone. Yeah, yeah, he's gone. He canceled himself. But yeah, I mean, you know, and I'm okay with that if that's what you want to do. But they're not going to cancel Joe. No. But at the same day, no. you know, at the same time, who the fuck is Neil Young to come out and say that? Right now, now right now, Joe Rogan is uncancelable. He is. Uh, I don't know he's about not, that. He's not. Dude. He's. You, you, he's He's Spotify a, could easily cancel him. He's a force, dude. But he could go somewhere else. If Spotify easily. cancels him, he'll be all right. Yeah, he'll be all yeah, right. Yeah. He'll be fine. He can go. Fuck, he can start an anchor account. He can fucking. That's you it. You know, and just that's keep it. putting it out. That's it. And because of Joe Rogan, he can get on Spotify. But you know what? If they, if they mm-hmm. did censor him, that's a bad look on Spotify because it's against the First Amendment, dude. He, Joe Rogan has whatever. He has a right to say whatever the fuck he wants on that podcast. But you know what? He's not under the FCC. How, just how, like, how did that work out for Donald Trump and Twitter? Yeah, right. But see, know. though, Twitter That's is a, is a totally different guy. Right, it's a branded. It's a branded thing. They actively monitor that. There's no one monitoring podcasts. Right. You don't have the FCC like no. terrestrial um, radio. Right. That you can say whatever <laughs> the fuck you want. Yeah. Well, I'll. With the exception of yeah, of, they're monitoring you. I, I guarantee they're monitoring you because I know people even on Anchor who have got cease and desist letters for using copyrighted music. So somebody's monitoring you at all times. It might not be Spotify. Like right. I hear what you're saying, Matt. Right. It might not be Spotify who's monitoring you, but somebody's abs. Well, absolutely, and I I I I, I can't fault them for it. I'm freely polishing up a product and putting it out there for them yeah so yeah yeah i i would like to think they're li- hey at least they're listening yeah hopefully it counts towards our views <laughs> we can put that <laughs> we can put that in our uh, in our analytics right right i got this cease and desist <laughs> and it bumped me oh, up that's five the points <laughs> i'd like to I'd like to thank our friends at the fbi yes yes 
We did oh, get yeah. listens yeah. from Washington, D.C. I saw that on our yeah. analytics. Biden. Hey, what's so, going on hey. there? It's Biden. Well, that's a terrible Biden, dude. Well, I mean, where, I don't know. Where's <laughs> Dana Carvey does a hell of a Biden. Tell right. you that. Is, is it? Is it the FBI or the CIA that's based in Langley, Virginia? That is the CIA. Yes, I concur. They're in Langley. Yeah, I've had I've I've had listens from Langley, Virginia. Really? So oh, I'm pretty sure that get out of here. So right now I'm. <laughs> no, looking, I have no I'm, doubt. Yeah, I'm looking definitely. at our stats. Yeah. Hold on, let me go back there. And Show, our, put our, them on the big board there, yeah, Scotty. Hold on, let me let me get it all. Put them on the board. Here. I don't yeah. want to put all of our stats up, but give me just a minute Show here. Me all right, let's go United States, and we'll put this. Uh, Scotty's over here crunching the numbers, folks. I'm trying, man. It's pretty there exciting. We go. There all right, is. there we go. So we're on the board here. So. <laughs> oh, oh right? yeah, we're being censored. Virginia sure. is number one. Uh, just... How the fuck did that happen? <laughs> right. <clears throat> Weird. What Look at the that. Fuck? Then Missouri. Then is, Illinois. Is Anthony Fauci listening to us? Pennsylvania. Ah, Fauci would be in D.C. <laughs> you little fucking Nazi. You. Fauci would be in D.C. But there's somebody listening to 60% of our shows in Virginia. Thank you, whoever you are. Washington. In, in Washington. <laughs> now, is that Washington oh, State? No, Washington, D.C.? No, that's Washington in Virginia, Nick. not D.C. Uh, D.C. would just come up as D.C. So that's a town called Washington. Someone there Virginia. loves yeah. us. Gotcha. Look at that. There's a lot of people there that love us. Well, I got to Google that place <laughs> now. Washington, Virginia. Fairfax, Ashburn. I don't Fair see any now. Langley. Nancy. Nancy Pelosi's got a secret crush on Dave. Oh, she wants to Maybe that's guaranteed, guaranteed. Skeletor <laughs> wants to sit on your face. Mm. Guaranteed. <laughs> well, it's, like, get over here and dab with me, what Dave. It's legal hates DC your face. What a foul human being she is. Washington, Virginia is a historic <laughs> village located in the eastern foothills of the Blue Ridge Mountains. I was going to say, we're close to the Blue Ridge. Uh-huh, near Shenandoah yeah. National Ridge. Park. Yeah. The Dang. entire town is listed on the National Register of Historic Places as a historic district. How many people live in, in Washington, Virginia? Um, hold on. Uh, like 100 and... Is this... That's got to be like in thousands. Oh, I'm like 103? It says 135. 135 people. Somebody's binging the shit out of us. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. One hundred thirty-five. I'm making sure that that's not like you know thousands I come, or I, I come hundreds. from a town of two hundred and thirty people. Hey, there's someone so. out there right now in Washington, Virginia, being like, "I love Scott, Dave, and Matt." Yes. Whoever you are in Virginia, please contact us. You know what? Send us a self-addressed envelope. There you go. We would <laughs> love <laughs> to hear from you. If you want to come on the show, we can via Facebook you in. You know, we got a guy on right now from New Zealand. Yeah. I mean, it can be done. Yeah, and on. the delay's not even that horrible. It's it's still there, but yeah, I've had worse. Not bad for the opposite side of the planet, basically. Mm. Not too shabby, right? Mm -hmm. Not too mm -hmm. shabby. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, shout out to those people in Washington, Virginia, whoever yeah. you are. Yeah, whoever yeah. you are. Love you guys. Mm. Mm. We love you so hard. You're listening to 60% of, of our audience right now. That's crazy. Scott, so this is episode 89? We are on a 89, yes, yes, sir. Excellent. Almost to a round number again. <coughs> almost. So, like, almost. we get to 100. What are we going to do? I don't know. I was thinking we should probably do something, right? Go somewhere, don't we? We maybe go somewhere. What about? We'd have, we'd have to talk to our bosses again, see if we can't get some more of those headsets. Yeah, no shit. You know, that's what really made that last one. Yeah, that was a but fun But we've one. got the new board, so we've got our old board all freed up to do a little, little road work. Mm-hmm. We could definitely Maybe do we this. can do one of Big Whiskey. 
That'd be cool. In that room there. Yeah. So that'll be in like what three months? Four eight. Yeah, it'll be up there a bit. Uh, it'll be like in the spring. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it should be good and springy by then. Yeah, I say we could always go oh, back last, to last flight. Oh, well, yeah, we could do a last flight again. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Of course. Shout out to our friends at Last Flight. Yeah. Oh, they've got they've got some new uh, new uh, what is it? Uh, Hefeweizen, I think I saw they had back on tap. Hefeweizen. They got Hefeweizen back on. I think. Oh yeah. I saw one that oh, they had up there that I really. That's enjoyed. good stuff. Oh, yeah, it yeah. is. I love Hefeweizen. Hefeweizen, I love it when I eat my sausage. And this has been German saying nice things. It's fun to say it. Sorry, that was not. That, that was not a nice thing. <laughs> you probably bleeped that out. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Hey, Scott, bring that back real quick. Hey, it's, yeah, yeah, it's your That's favorite so disease here. <laughs> yeah, Omicron's back. Omicron's Omicron. back, and I'm. Uh, I just want to say again. How's your week been, Omicron? <laughs> well, I just want to say first that one, the Matt's comment right there about the Jews and the. Oh. Yeah, that was not cool. That's not Matt. And uh, <clears throat> thank yeah. you, Omicron. But he, he <laughs> he's a friend of all the Jews. So That's, what about you, Omicron? <laughs> I think you should shut her down, Omicron. How about you, buddy? <laughs> who do you like? <laughs> Transformers. That's who I like. I just met this hot Decepticon variant the other day. <laughs> <laughs> Omicron is even coughing. It, right. I got myself sick. <laughs> <laughs> Omicron has Omicron. Yes. <laughs> He's got the Delta Cron. I just like sitting here and, and I can't affect anybody because <laughs> I got stuck back here near the stream went on. Oh, oh God. Oh, God. Uh, Omicron, everybody. Thank Omicron. you very much. Omicron. Thank you, Scott. Thank you. Thank you, Scott. Oh, yeah. That was pretty loud. Yeah. It was fun. Oh, it was fun. Blowing out your eardrums. <laughs> this past week I spent with you was great, man. <laughs> Oh, yeah, with Omnicron? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, you are welcome, Dave. I had a great time. You woke up at 7 a.m. and you still had a happy, hairy heart on. Uh, Sunday was rough, boys. You reached down and you The start, hairiest, right? Oh, it was the, wor- it was the worst, shit. yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what were your symptoms of uh, Johnny Omicron? Well, uh, so I woke up on Saturday morning and I <laughs> felt very um, tired, but I just thought... Because I had worked kind of late the night before and right. stayed up late. So I figured, okay, cool. I'll get some coffee in me. I'll be all right. I didn't feel like I was sick or anything. And then as my day progressed and I it was like you just felt like started you were, to yeah. go yeah. through my, my shift at work, I realized, okay, something's not right here. Mm. And I kept uh, kept I was yawning and stretching. Did you feel lightheaded at all? No, but I did feel kind of like foggy brained, yeah, kind of like what normal. you were talking normal, about, yeah. Scotty. Dude, that was the worst, and it's worse than normal. Uh-huh. Like, I normally walk around with a fog in my yeah, brain, yeah, a little yeah. bit of fog in my brain. But, I, but I, this was terrible. I basically mm. spent uh, uh, most of a 24 hour period in bed. Man. Yeah. That's not necessarily a bad thing. I mean, good, at least I didn't have to go to work because <laughs> I wouldn't have been able to do that. Yeah. Yeah. It was hard. It was hard, man. It was, man, a, it was you, a rough day. Did you have any uh, at, like after well, effects? No, man. I have a little bit of congestion up here. Yeah. But not near it. Like, I'm not coughing right, like, yeah, like yeah, you yeah, are. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm pretty. I'm, like, back to like, normal. I feel like Ange- Andrea and I coughed. You and Andrea had the worst. Mine, uh, basically, like, it's here and there now. Like, it's. You still get it sometimes? It's, it's, not, it's not aggressive. It's just a. <laughs> just, like, yeah. clearing <laughs> out gone. some phlegm and shit. That's yeah. it. Yeah, I've been coughing up a little bit of phlegm, mm. but meh. 
You just JT, gen- have you had? Did you get? Did you get the COVID? <laughs> no. Can you hear me? JT, you with us, brother? Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Hey, can did you have COVID yet? No, no, it's. Um, I think nationwide through all of this, we would have had maybe, maybe less than five thousand cases so far. Yeah, like it's not. It's not super widespread. Like our biggest day here was like a hundred new cases and my city's got like 1.7 million. So, I mean, yeah, even, even though we say it's here, but it's not like the percentage that's running around Australia and the U S. Oh, it's, um, it's I know when here. Vi was in hospital. Yeah. That when Vi was in hospital, they said like in the last seven days, worldwide there were like a million new cases i was like holy crap yeah it's an omicron man and and it will it'll break loose here but also the other thing you got to remember is it's summer here so that's true we're actually in the yeah the better season to kind of cope with it what's your average temperature um, right now see the oh it's been pretty warm here but it's like again it's our our warm (laughs) so it's been like into the 90s probably uh, like right now it's 26 uh, Celsius and it's been up to like 32, which is still, I think that's only around 90. Okay. But it's really humid because the oceans everywhere. Right. So it's like the Midwest. It's, it's very similar to, to what you guys go through, but it's a shorter season of heat. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's right, right now it's, it's coming up on five o'clock and it's 26. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's warm, but it's not unbearable. How's your uh, how's your winters there? Do you, do you guys get snow? Uh, we do in New Zealand, but not where I am. Okay. We get like uh, we might get on an average year, we'll get kind of four or five pretty decent frosts mm-hmm. here. But like by nine o'clock or so, when the sun's gotten up, it melts and it's gone. And we we do get snow, and even within a few hours, like I can drive two hours and be in the snow but yeah it's not up here i think we've had like one recorded snowfall in 1931 wow. something like that so it's Damn. a bit like southern california sure yeah yeah okay cool and and there's like literally every season in new zealand too right you guys can go to every little part of the island well, new and zealand, experience something completely different new zealand i believe and again people out there in the audience i know this is cool down but don't at me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure I read like a fact that it's like New Zealand is the only country in the world that has every uh, climate from subtropical to uh, desert, like all in one country because we run so far north to south mm-hmm. that, yeah, yeah, it's like you go up into the Northland and they call it the winter winterless north because they don't even get frost. Sure, yeah. But then you go down into South Island and even during summer, a few days ago they had a, a low of like – four degrees celsius which i think is about 35 40 degrees something mm-hmm. like that yeah, that's chilling. so i mean yeah it runs the gambit here you know what's crazy though man like that's here cool. it's like you go north the more north you go the colder it gets there it's like you go more south because of the obviously the it's uh, just Antar- geographic location right man. it's yeah. like you're getting closer to the uh, polar the south yeah the, you're going to the south pole south pole yeah Fuck, so, dude it's like the, oh, so oh god you guys are going south for the winter man <laughs> like we're going skiing down there like it's it's kind of like unheard of here. Like you have to go north. 
to go right. to the, yeah, everything. No, yeah. Yeah, I don't think anybody goes south for anything unless you're a, you know, a nerd <laughs> going down to study some fucking penguin ass or something. Penguin ass. You know? <laughs> well, well, it makes sense because I, I believe it's something like 80% of the world's population lives in the Northern Hemisphere, so... Mm. It makes sense why, like, the world yeah. is Northern Hemisphere centric. And that's what we talk yeah. about. Because, again, I mean, you talk about all the, the biggest, kind of biggest, baddest countries US, Russia, China, they're all in the Northern Hemisphere, Europe. So, it, you know, it, it makes sense. But the biggest thing, like I say, Matt, um, I know I've said it to Scott and Dave a few times, but the weirdest thing still after all these years is Christmas because mm-hmm. Christmas here is traditionally like, most families barbecue uh-huh. <laughs> or you might have a ham but you you ain't doing the turkey and fucking pies and it's just too hot man like right. yeah you, and and most people here have like a christmas brunch kind of afternoon sure yeah dinner you know you don't you don't really have like that six o'clock mm. feed or whatever Flying but some... yeah that's kind of the strangest thing and being new zealand it's yeah. really laid back like if you if somebody invites you over for christmas dinner if you turn up in a suit and tie they're gonna think you're like an arc it's like you, you just go over in like jandals and shorts and, and like a tank top, you know? Yeah, you, so you guys aren't you listening to the Frank... You don't rock up in, uh, you, you know, a suit and tie. You right. guys aren't listening to the Frank Sinatra Christmas classics? No. <laughs> hey, you hey. son of a bitch. Oh, I do. Because it, <laughs> I do. I was listening to It's Cold Outside, and um, I was laughing. Uh, even as I was listening to it, I'm like, uh, go ahead and cancel me. Right. Fuck. Who right. cares? Hey. When I was making that eggnog, if you guys remember when I put up that Christmas eggnog, uh-huh. yeah. So I was listening to It's Cold Outside when I was making that. It's cold outside and it was like fucking 80 degrees. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I really should go. Well, honestly, it was like 65 <laughs> degrees here on Christmas Day. It was weird. Yeah, yeah it, it was. It was, it was a green, muddy, So we weren't too far Christmas. off yeah, with you guys. Yeah. Hey, baby, it's, it's hot It's crazy. Here. I mean, <laughs> even when we were in... Even when we were school, Scotty, uh, you you remember Christmas time? We'd always have snow on the oh, ground. We'd have the strong winter storms. Yeah. It'd be like minus ten, or yep. yeah. Now, like, uh, yeah, it's. I mean, even when I was still living in the U.S., I remember one time the Weather Channel was on, and I thought it was December, and I thought, oh, I wonder what it's like up where I'm from because we would get snow either kind of. Uh, by halloween and if not halloween the first of november we'd always have snow mm-hmm. and it would be on the ground until march april oh, yeah. may yeah and i remember turning on the weather channel and it's like 60 degrees there in december i'm like what the fuck's been yeah. going on since i left you know who who left the doors open in the in the in the smelter you know so yeah it's um to me like uh, again i know it's a touchy point for some people but you can sit there and you can argue if oh, yeah. climate change is man-made or not, but who the fuck, who who cares? We're in the fire. It doesn't matter what's causing it. It's like it's real. And if you don't think that like something's going on, it's like like I say, when you were saying at Christmas it's sixty-five. When I was growing up, there's no way you would ever think it would be sixty-five there in the no. Midwest. No. And now I just saw the other night on the news. You know, massive. Minus twenty, minus thirty up in Wisconsin, and that again. And right. Yeah. yeah getting... It's just all over the show. Yeah, it's all over the place, man. I remember like, as Mother, a kid, Mother Nature has given us all the Ron Jeremy right about now. Fucking yes, right, is. she is. We're no, getting a hedgehog right now. Yeah. So I remember as a kid. I think it was like uh, <laughs> <laughs> that just came through. I love it. So I'm thinking you would have been a junior at the time. 
I would have been a sophomore or a freshman. I think I would have been a freshman. Um, but they let school out, and I remember we had to dr- we had to ride the bus home at the time because I didn't have my license yet, and they they couldn't get anywhere. They they just pulled up in the middle of the four way stop, and like people with four by fours came and got us and took us home because it was snowing, the roads were shitty, <laughs> oh, they, they didn't have any plows, mm-hmm. like no. we, there was just nothing we could do, mm-hmm. and dude, the I bus re- barely made it back to school because it was I, thirty minutes <clears throat> away during high school during the yeah. same time. Because you and I are the same you age. You and I are the same age. I remember, like, there had to be at least six six inches oh. of snow on the ground for us to have off. Right. Like, today, it's like one inch. Yeah. Or, like, it's slippery out. And the they fucking call schools off. Really? I oh. remember walking, because I used to take the train to school. I used to just walk to the train, which was probably, like, you know, a quarter of a mile. And then I get on the train. Then I get out, walk to school. And... It's fucking freezing out. It's wet. Right. Snow's falling down. Up They're not going to call it. Like, you could be in like third, fourth period and be like, it's still coming down. They're like, oh, we're going to call school today. Well, oh, finally. Yeah. We get to finally like get out of school. Uh, today, it's like they just <laughs> yeah. call it out. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Like They would just be like, look, guys, toughen up. Yeah. Go to school. There was still kind of an old school way of yeah. of approaching it back when we well, were I think it was in high school the in the 90s. People who had lived through that shit right, they were, were in still charge. alive. Now yeah. it's like all the weaklings are in charge. Yeah, man. Now it's all the people that they raised. And yeah. remember, Scotty, we'd 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 be who who's us? We'd be on the second floor, and we'd on the landing, and we'd look out the window, and we'd see all the smokers out there fucking huddled, right? All you know, trying oh. to pass their fucking lighter around, yep. and it's like blowing snow and shit, and they're out there having a puff. <laughs> yeah, those poor the poor smokers. We're all man, inside right? laughing at them. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yeah. Winter is the worst time to be a smoker. No, well, shit. it was where we went to school because we had to close campus, so they had to walk like way far away to oh, the park. Shit. Yeah. You went to smoke. You really wanted to smoke. Yeah, you, you needed know? one. Yeah, yeah. you're dedicated yeah, to that shit. Yeah. When I worked in that prison, the building that I worked in was on the complete opposite end of where the entrance was. So yeah. I had to walk like a quarter, quarter, half mile. You gotta want that one, man. Outside just to get in, man. I remember, <laughs> I remember one day, man. I literally thought I got frostbite. Oh yeah. On the way to my building. So yeah. do, do any of you guys have any kind of frostbite, frost nip, or anything? Not that I'm aware of. I have it on my fingers. Really? At any time. It's from when I was a kid. JT said it, man. Any time, like, after after Halloween back home, it was snow on the ground. Yeah. All the time. And we used to have hills and yeah. stuff that in our backyard, in our back 20. Mm-hmm. And me and all my friends would go sliding and sledding and doing all sorts of stuff. And I would always get way too cold on my hands. Yeah. And then I would come in and we had a heat stove, yeah, like, yeah, a, like yeah. a wood-burning stove. Yeah. And I'd put my gloves on it and warm up. Yeah. And I just got too cold yeah. one day, yeah. man. When you're yeah. a kid, you don't give a fuck. No. Like growing up in like northeastern Pencil- in northeastern Pennsylvania, you know, like, or north part of northeast part of United States, I'm sorry. Um, dude, it was always cold. Back in the yeah. day, it was, you know, from late October until, like, the end of February, there was always a fucking cold day. Right. Mm-hmm. I just remember that. And we'd be out all the time. All the time. We'd yeah. be outside. We were always out in it. And I feel like there was times where i come in and my feet were literally, like, they felt like cement. Like just boot like a boot of cement. So yeah. when I was a kid, like you ever get your hands so cold that when they warm up they start burning. Oh yeah. yeah, I did yeah, too. Yeah. I did that too many times. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Yep. Yeah, it it's was a weird the, feeling. It was the best feeling. So when, when you came so home. So Scotty. So yeah. Go ahead, JT. So sorry, about uh, 
kind of like 2007-2008, I got a job here running a, what they call a cold store here, which is another term for like a, a big freezer, like a commercial freezer yeah. uh, of frozen fish. And that was it, man. It was like minus, we kept that thing about minus 25 Celsius. And the lower you get in temperature, the closer Celsius and Fahrenheit are. So it's about that. It's like minus 25 to minus 30 Fahrenheit. And um, man, when I worked in there, like my boys, you know, the guys that work for me, they'd bitch about it being cold and I'd be in there with no gloves. And they'd be like, oh, why aren't you wearing gloves? I'm like, they just get in the way. But yeah, like you say, Scott, then yeah. you come out and warm up your hands. The only thing I couldn't do was we had a blast freezer and it would blast freeze the fish to like minus 50. And if I held those metal racks with no gloves on, even me, it'd be like, fuck. But like even being removed from that cold for so long, going back into the cold store, because I'd always be in there running around with like no jacket on and that. And, oh, yeah. you know, my boss would come in and go, oh, you're supposed to wear like the fucking pants and that. And I'm like, I'm not pulling those things on and off every time I got to take a piss. You know, I'm you know, I'm at work. I'm not a fucking hockey player. OK, I'm not peeling on, you know, this massive uniform on and off. Nah, right, nah, nah. Right. But yeah, I, I know what you mean. Um, and, and like you were saying, though, that older generation thing, we just just fucking do it you know right. we used to do i'd come around in the racking and shit and he'd walk in there and catch me i mean he could have fired me but he knew what i was doing and while i was doing it so um yeah it's just i guess it's that old school thing four years i never fell and i wouldn't send the boys up because it was too dangerous so i'd always take it on myself because uh i told him if if somebody falls and breaks their back if it's me at least i know it's not someone else. Like, you know, I did it cause I'm the boss and he goes to me, there's only one problem with that. And I said, what? And he goes, when I'm in fucking court, you know, when I'm getting charged, you know, to go to prison, right. you're not going to be there. You're going to be in the fucking hospital. Right. Baby bastard. <laughs> JT, I know we did this on, uh, when I, sh when I appeared on your show most recently, but let's do it on here too, man. What's your predictions for 2022? What's going to happen in 2022? So uh, it's, it, it's, I've started thinking about it a little bit and I know that sounds terrible because we're at the end of January, but I've got to basically sit down and record an episode doing that. That's one of the things on the list. I've got to release the episode where you and Timmy were on and then I've got to record kind of like my predictions. Now, one that I made with you guys and I was going to do it on the show was that I could see an uptick in natural disasters this year because we had a really quiet year right. in 2021. And then lo and behold, here we go in Tonga yeah. kicking off the year. Was a good One prediction. that I can see because of, well, I did just, again, it's like, what are the odds that we're going to have another super quiet year? And I just didn't see it. And unfortunately, another one I see kind of in that same vein, I would predict that this year you're going to see at least three to five countries basically have coups like overthrow the country because the way inflation and mm -hmm. the fuel prices and that yeah. are impacting people. I mean, you've already seen it in, in Azerbaijan. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, you see again, if you haven't been out of the U S like, you know, again, don't get me wrong, $3 a gallon for gas or $4 a gallon. It's painful. But if you're in a country in say Africa and you make fucking $10 a day, and gas is $3 a gallon, like it just, you're, you're not going to make ends meet. Mm -hmm. So if com if governments don't subsidize it, there's no way people can afford to, you know, be a taxi driver or whatever. Right. But I've just got this feeling that now when I say that again, I'm not saying France is going to have a coup or, or Brazil, but I, I just think that some of these countries where people are 
very close to not making ends meet already. I just can see there being unrest in those countries. And unfortunately, what tends to happen is if you have it happen, let's say it happens in Sudan, well, Egypt's next door and it tends to spread. Yep. Mm -hmm. So I hope it doesn't get too out of hand, but I can definitely see that happening. I think that... <clears throat> I think that we're just going to continue again. This is no shock, but I, I think we're just going to continue to see COVID rolling along and, and mutating because as a species, we haven't reacted fast enough to kind of stamp out each, each uh, variant. I, I don't see it. I think it's going to become like the new flu, like, Oh, absolutely. We're going to continue to see it. Yeah, absolutely. And also, you, you know, know, it's like they're talking about, Oh, well, you know, we're nearly done with this. Uh, I was just saying, they say they're nearly done with this Omicron uh, variant of the vaccine. Well, they're already talking that there's a new variant of Omicron. You, you know, it's like it's always ca catch up. I just don't see us catching up. And I don't think boosters are going to be the way forward either. I mean, eventually you're going to have to nail down some kind of herd immunity. Yeah, that's what it's going to and, have to And I think to, it's yeah. it's going to come down to that. We're all going to get it. Right. It'll be a lesser variant. Yeah, but honestly, Hopefully. like there are times Hopefully. where like you probably have got hit by the flu and not not felt the whole right. a, the whole brunt of it. Because you know as I mean? bad as I felt with it, I I don't think I nearly had it as bad as some people yes. like last year that had Correct. the OG. Yeah, yeah, the Rona. OG, yeah, right, the OG Absolutely. Rona that actually took your breath away there and you, you lost taste and yeah. all that. Yeah, uh, he did yeah, not, yeah, you don't you don't see too many of those anymore. Yeah, thank know? goodness. Right, right. Hopefully it stays well, that way. And, and they always say, like, once well, it's... And like you're saying, Scotty, uh, it's like Israel. I think they've had the two shots and three boosters, and they've still got decent enough spread. Like like you like you say, I mean, I, I want people to be as prepared as in, but it's not the magic bullet. It's not going to... We're never going back to before, is what I'm saying. Like, no. I don't think it's 12 monkeys, but this isn't, like, going away. It's not... Because a lot of people are still going, oh, as soon as Corona's over, it's like, it's never going to be quote unquote over, at least in the short term. No. Things may get better, but yeah, it's like, we're not going on, everybody's not going cruise shipping, you know, in a year. It's right. just not happening. But I also feel like after the Spanish flu was done with people, with that generation of people, they were saying the same thing with the Spanish flu. Oh, right. And that's one thing I feel like, especially. The Spanish flu killed a lot more people than It COVID did, does. because we didn't, we weren't nearly prepared for it. Exactly. As bad as it was Like this 50 time. million worldwide, I think. Yeah. yeah. yeah as yeah, bad as it bad. was now, it could have been a hell of a lot worse. Oh, yeah. Sure. You know. Guys, that's episode 89. In the books. In the books. They're playing our song. Nice. Ooh, JT. Thanks for joining thanks us, for dude. With yeah, us, man. it was great to have you on tonight, brother. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Yeah, man. And we want to thank you for your Patreon patronage as well, as well as the Jeff City Paranormal Society <laughs> and Biscuit's Train. Johnny Biscuit. Our next, our next guest for next week. You know, Biscuit's lifting right now. He's sick oh, as a dog, he's, but he's out lifting. He's training right now. Right. He's like, that guy's ripping packs of cards apart with his butt cheeks. He's like Rocky Balboa in, in part four before the Russian. He was over there in Russia running up, like, <laughs> running up mountains and shit. Like, just, he was like, Durango! <laughs> so, give me some reverb. And real that's quick. how he's going yeah, to the bathroom. I, I can see him, man. He's Durango! probably doing like. He's doing one finger push up. Now he's like, oh, fucking Betty and Barney Hill this. I'll show you, bastards. <laughs> <laughs> Scotty, come on, give me some of that. Give me uh, some of that. Oh my god. 
did it for you. Right. Whole bunch of goofiness going I on know, over here tonight, man. It's all about the goofiness tonight, man. This has been a great episode, fellas. Hell Absolutely, yeah, guys. Man. As always, we can stick around for a little after right. hours. I was going to say, don't forget, if you're a Patreon patron, you get after hours access. You can hang out with us after the show. We talk about a little bit of everything, and we're behind a paid wall. So, all goes, kids. Yeah, we get weird. Yeah, we get real weird. Mm-hmm. Sometimes Hello, you get a five-minute episode. Sometimes you get a 10-minute, 20, 40, two-hour episode. Yeah, yeah. and if you don't like it, no. Fuck you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, yeah, you know what? I'm a crowd's gonna get you no matter what. You wear a mask, <laughs> I'm gonna get you. Omatron is back. Yeah, oh. bitch. Wait, I said Omatron. All these radical motherfuckers out there, That's all these we... Karens out there at the supermarkets trying to get you down and talking shit to you because you don't have a mask they on. They hate you, Omicron. It doesn't matter because they hate you so bad. I'm gonna get you, bitch. <laughs> I'm gonna get you one way or another. Omicron, everybody. Omicron in the house. I'll see you all later. Thanks I for gotta coming. go take a shit. Yeah. See Thanks for coming back again, Omicron. I hope we never see you again. Oh. <laughs> all right. <laughs> oh, fuck. I can't handle the Omicron. I love uh, it. All right, man. Thanks, JT. <laughs> Peace. Talk to you later, y'all. Well, like I say, man, like it, 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 it's always a pleasure. Thanks, brother. Keep it going. Oh yeah. For a transcript of the old '77 podcast, write down everything the boys say.